I don't think you're ready. What? I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. What jelly? Is it gonna be like the uh, butter last last time? No, uh, no. I know. I know. Lee would say what jelly? Because <laughs> Lee's like passing sleep. He's already an old man. Now he's even more. <laughs> his new hour is this is way past his bedtime. I know. Fuck that's yeah. why we gotta we gotta rock and roll. Yeah. Uh -huh. Mic check. Do the do the mic check. Do the mic there check. There you go. Do the mic check. Sounds good. Two, okay, three, cool. and to the four. Goons on yeah. the mic. That's never before. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Somebody's awake. <laughs> wow. See, we're waking Lee up. That's good. Okay, Ain't nothing blood but an arc thing, babe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>「Can I mix my T-Rex with your T-Rex and make some purdy babies? I am so addicted to picking up poop, you don't even know. Whoa! Did you see the paint job on that trike? Wow. Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Welcome, Survivors, new and old, to episode 25 of Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Today is September 23rd, 2016. We're a server-hosted podcast, so that means the voices can change each week, but the roundtable discussion will always be about Ark. You can reach the show by emailing at ratedark at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedark on Twitter. You can grab our RSS feed... Get our show notes and apply to join us in-game at RatedArc at Podbean.com. So, starting off, we have our illustrious Esme. Why, hello. The one and only. We have Mr. Foe. It's a me, Foe. We have the <laughs> somewhat sleepy but definitely here and ready to go, Lee Harvey. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, who's that? Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I've had a recent change in my sleep schedule due to work circumstances, so it is actually we were recording at my bedtime. We'll see if I make it through. Who wants but to place bets? We just made him do a shot of Metamucil, so he'll be rocking. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll be rocking that toilet bowl if I'm drinking <laughs> Metamucil. You're the Viper King. I figured this was our reality. And then we have the one, the only, and possibly Amish, women in... <laughs> I'm late luminant tonight, I think. <laughs> we have Mr. Cricket. Greetings, survivors. We have Goon. Hey. Hacker Dude. Hello, everybody. And we have a semi-new voice to the show who we are happy to have with us, Nitro. Oh, wow, you skipped somebody. Oh, that's you. Never mind. Ah. What up, all? <laughs> 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 I'm here already. <laughs> he did say new, right? Yes. <laughs> We're going to toss you a, a shot of Metamucil too, bud. We're yeah, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if he says oh. something very echoey, he's in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't podcast and crap at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking too of late. crap. <laughs> oh my god. There was a little bit of an echo there. So if I had to guess anybody to podcast and crap, it would be Goon. It would be Goon. 
I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? What do you think the voice changer is for? Oh my God. <laughs> Moving on to Lil Trap. This is a segment for the listener feedback. Did we get any audio, email, tweets, blah 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 blah? blah. And Mr. Hackadude is going to get us rocking and sharing a listener email. Hey, it's Eddie the Game Guy again. It was funny trying to hear you guys figure out my name in your podcast, but you did, but you did eventually get it right. Eddie the Game Guy. Good job. You guys are doing a great job making you, making me smile every day and making me sit and anticipating the net the next episode. Let the butter flow. Oh. <laughs> yes. Let the butter flow. Oh. We didn't get um, butter trending on Twitter, but we did have some hashtags, people. So. <laughs> Hashtag. Well, I think we've moved on from butter to jelly now. Uh, nope, I'm not. No, jelly is just no. Butter is. <laughs> Which would be worse nice... to have in your ear? A nice comfy place. <laughs> the, the jelly is a little questionable. But we're going to now hop into our Fresh from the Forge, which we will be sharing some ARC news. And Mr. Goon, you have some very urgent news about our overlord. Yeah, this week we lost one of our hosts for the show in a tragic accident. Uh, Jeremy Overlord was punching a cactus when a death worm came up from beneath him and took his life. It was The witnesses recorded as saying, we heard him screaming, but no one could understand what the hell he was screaming about. He will be missed by all. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh my god. So, that... That's so I, sad. I'm guessing what this is about is Goon's voice changer that he uses for our Jeremy Over the Lord is is um, kind of um, on its last legs, and it's distorting his voice in ways that aren't really easy to understand, so... Is a metamusical. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to improvise and um, just have him stand in without his razzle-dazzle voice changer. But not this week because there's no Q&A. Moving on to Mr. Luminin. He has some Primitive Plus news for us coming from Cedric. Maybe. It says, hello to all Primitive Plus survivors out there. It's said here, and I wanted to update you on a few things going on with Primitive Plus and a look into what the future holds for this game mod. No, this is mode. <laughs> uh, over the past few weeks, there have been a range of bugs plaguing both PC and Xbox. Well, duh, you guys dropped it. Uh, now I'm getting. Now, moving on. <clears throat> plaguing uh, both PC and Xbox. While some of these existed <laughs> in the mod version, a bulk of them arise from complications with new updates. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Uh, something important to know about Primitive Plus is that it will always be slightly behind the main content for the game. One of the reasons for this is to separate core arc issues from those that are specifically related to Primitive Plus. Often, when we release updates for main content, there are issues that arise which warrant minor patches to ensure functionality and compatibility. Somebody keeps hitting their Ooh, microphone. I just tried to... Yeah, I keep hearing that too. I think that's me. I, yeah. I just realized that. It's like... Push the talk. Push. <laughs> well, I don't want to put them to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem should be alleviated now. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Right on. He's trying to eat a stick of butter while he's Something. You know. <laughs> that was a little rough for butter, but. Five pizza. Right, you want me to start over oh, or should I just go with? <laughs> just start where you left Much off. better. I edit all this out. <laughs> butter on pizza is really good. Oh my god. It is. Here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Screw it. All of this is staying in. All of it. <laughs> 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 take, take it away, Luminin. All right, functionality and compatibility. 
Adding those items to P plus before they are finalized would result in complications in diagnosis, or no, diagnosing where the issues is stemming from. For this reason, as me. <laughs> For this reason, there will be uh, always be a minor delay when implementing new content from the game. I don't expect that, in normal situations, for the delay to span past a week. And then there's a link in the show notes to, uh... I, uh something about Community Crunch and NVIDIA Ansel. So, oh, it's a photography contest. Did that end today, or is that still going? Yeah, yeah, September 17th it was posted. Um, I think they were yeah. announcing... Last week they had their first NVIDIA Ansel photography contest with a ton of great entries and some amazing winning shots. And the link actually takes you to a lot of the really cool shots. So yeah, um, then they list all the winners. There was Taylor Assassin Mantis and Taylor A-Team and Naked Zombo the Encounter. A lot of really cool shots, really. I mean, they really are really awesome. They would make great wallpapers, especially... Um, I don't know if you guys have it up, this Aurora, A Song of Fire and Ice, and it has the two wyverns going at it, like, not yeah. going at it, but, like, shooting each other with their <laughs> Well, not going at it. <laughs> but, um, really awesome. Quite, oh, I love that one. Um, it's the Roro, it's hot up here, and they're being carried by the new Archaeopteryx, right? And being fired on at the same time by a fire wyvern, pretty sweet. So, if you want to see some really I have to slow awesome down. My internet's not that fast. Oh, goodness. Are you lagging or what? I'm still loading. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I say something and you guys respond like 30 seconds later. <laughs> yeah. So, then don't say anything. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I just beat it. Uh, <laughs> 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 that was great. Like, just shut your little trap and listen. <laughs> hey, hey. Children are meant to be seen and not heard. <laughs> No, we, we, we love you, Luminan. Keep talking five seconds later. Um, we... yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's tired. It's low reaction. Oh Somebody give him some Metamucil. Sweet baby Jesus. All right, so. Oh, my internet needs it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, yeah, so, yep, there you go. That's your photo contest. <laughs> Lots of photos. In you gotta drive down to Starbucks to record the show, dude. <laughs> Something, man. Barnes and Noble, something. All right, moving into creatures. We have a new one that is added to the dossier. I'm not, I'm going to, do you want to try, uh, take a swing at this, Lee? This is more up your alley. What not is this that, now? Not that you're stinging B, but you like to pronounce these dinosaur names perfectly. And I'm going to call it Apis Lithoromea. That's actually My dox has to reload here for a second for some reason, so let me get down there. Because Luminance infected with, with his <laughs> butterfingers. The the Apis Lithoharmia. Oh my god, good job. It's commonly known as the giant bee. Well, yeah. you see a bee and it's really, really big. What else are you I gonna call it? The giant bee. Exactly. And apparently yeah. the giant bees build high islands, redwood trees, or on rocky cliff sides. Wonder if we'll be like seeing like mud dauber looking nests up there oh, and stuff. Oh, good point. That would be cool. That's what the picture looks like. Yeah. As long as they produce honey, I'm okay with this. So oh. what it says is they produce honey that you can actually use as bait for capturing dinosaurs and like yeah, bringing so them in traps. Apis drones can be seen swarming around the nest in groups, but to get a look at the apis queen, one would need to crack open the nest. A tamed Apis Queen will lay new drone eggs, 
and construct a nest that survivors can farm for honey, so long as they remember to wear specialized beekeeping gear. And I think in this case with a giant bee, you probably better wear your flak armor with a net suit over the top. Or they I'm waiting for new a... gear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we need the poo outfit. Yeah. Right? Okay, said honey is not only sweet and delicious, but laced with scents that land mammals find irresistible. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Many this hunters is... use it to bait their traps. What were you going to say? Oh, nothing. I shouldn't say I'm going to be so Carry pro on. at that. I'm going to be a master <laughs> at that. Apis drones will also follow their queen into battle, so they can be used for self-defense in a pinch. In a pinch. Oh, wow. They will follow their queens into battle. So, like, more bugs kicking the shit out of you. That's all I heard. And honey. <laughs> I just what hear I like your frog's you going to be very happy. You said you don't what you don't like foe is what? That you can't ride it. Live around yeah. that bee bee. I would love to come on a giant bee and sting somebody. That'd be great. I, it yeah, except if your bee dies after you sting someone with it. Oh. No, they no. don't have the little hooks on, on their... Debbie fingers. Downer. What happens if your bee dies after you... <laughs> <laughs> if they don't have barbed stingers. <laughs> oh my god. That's what happens to bees in real life. When they sting Some something, bees. they die. Not yeah. Old. yeah, these bees don't have the barb on their stinger. So they can sting multiple times. Ooh. Yikes. What, what worries me is that everyone built all their redwood exactly. uh, platforms up high in these trees, and now the bees are being built right where you built your platforms. Oh, God. Good point. Hey, but guess what? We won't have to worry about that because our redwoods is a blink. We're moving over to the center where the redwoods is massive. <laughs> we'll just have to be careful. Oh, my Mama Bia. That goes right up there with Brand. Oh jeez, I know we're all now we're all infected with the dad jokes, Butterfingers, dad jokes, Metamucil. We're having a rough night, rough uh. night. But I think, um, Mr. Iron Badger, you might be able to turn this around by giving us a dose of Xbox news. Yes, ma'am. So, upcoming version seven four two point is ETA September twenty sixth. It will finally give us the update to the center map, which includes the redwood biome and the latest PC content. So we will no longer be left behind on the center. Wow. I am personally very excited about this. Uh, fixes cases where the Pelagornids and Titanosaurus are were invisible. Oh, I think God. I experienced this because I had random areas where trees were disappearing and dying. I didn't know what was going on. It's like I tell my kids, that's kind of a big thing to miss, that Titanosaurus. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, there's something wrong with the map. No, I'm not crazy. They're just invisible. Just don't punch it. <laughs> oh my Why goodness. can't I get a hit? Punch, punch. Uh, fixed a case for uh, Gigantosaurus not being able to attack trees. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I must enrage. No... <laughs> Oh my god. Now, I'm aware of the necessity for them to be able to destroy trees to move through an area saturated with forestry, but I'm picturing Gigantosaurus just randomly throwing rage at trees, and it's just, no. So, improved player collision detection and collision performance. This includes more notes to come for version 742.0. Uh, current version is out now. Version 741.2. Uh, fix the appearance of the. Somebody help me with this one because I have no Archie idea. Archie. Yes, there you thank go. you. In the redwood biomes and fix the crash that would occur with the scorched earth mantis. So apparently people were having troubles with the mantis in some form Ooh, on scorched earth. 
You're getting electrocuted. <laughs> Dude, it sounded like you were being electrocuted. <laughs> Someone's got their waiver now. It was like... <laughs> oh, it is doing it every time you talk now. Now it is making some electrical Hello? sizzle noise. Hello? Hey, that's better. Okay. Go ahead and say it, foe. This is going to be a rough show to edit with all these connections. <laughs> Nerve like I am that big. It's crazy, man. And then Luminin laughs at something 20 it's minutes like later. 20 minutes! <laughs> 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 he's right now laughing about the bee thing. <laughs> <I know. laughs> he's like, oh, you have to wear the careful, black armor. <laughs> oh my god, so true, so true. <laughs> Sad part is, you don't have leg anymore. Who's introducing the show? <laughs> Metamucil. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you should have just broadcast from your friend's house, I told you. Oh my god, it's so funny, man. How are Butterfingers a dad joke? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so... Um, before we all went off, um, you, so you were getting the mantis, the, or the mantis was fixed on your scorched earth? Is that where we left yes. off with your, with Yes, your the mantis has been repaired in some form. I don't know what this crash was exactly. I may have even been experiencing it. I don't know. I love but that. But it's been funny. fixed. You're so easy going, you're like, you know, there's trees vanishing, and I just looking around like, whatever here to go about my business and then come to find out it was like invisible titanosaurs clearing the area you know that well like it was in the hey. distance it wasn't right next to my base oh. i didn't know what was going on <laughs> all i know is that trees are disappearing i'm like i just must funny. be crazy hey at least next Xbox along. users at least xbox users could get on for the better part of a week mac users couldn't get on because of an input problem uh uh, it was either crashing within a couple minutes of the game or not entering. If I tried to enter the center, um, it didn't end. The patch of, I think, yesterday, uh, which is uh, Thursday, uh, fixed it. Oh, wow, cool. Now, the one problem that, that I don't know if it's been fixed, and I kind of hope it has been, is I know myself and some Xbox users have experienced a problem when you enter the World Scar on the Scorch. Uh, it was after the first patch to the to the world the game crashes or you can't go and get eggs anymore well that's unfortunate yeah yep yikes you gather so all I hope the that's been to go in there and then your whole world ends <laughs> exactly yeah so I'm really hoping that's been fixed but I'm not really willing to try <laughs> for good reason I'm excited that you guys are actually getting the redwood biome in the center because well, I've yeah, that's cool. go ahead I was going to say, if you've seen the Redwood in the island, you're going to crap your pants when you see the Redwood in the center. Yeah, well, I've, I've seen a, a small portion of a YouTube video. I didn't watch all of it because I didn't want to see everything. But I watched part of what was being constructed, and I am giddy excited to see. It's because, gorgeous. Yeah, like I've been waiting. Girl. Like, every small patch that comes out even, I'm just like, is it there? Is it there? Is it there? Ah, not yet. No. It is I'm really finally, cool. finally. Like, the island is totally the Lady Godiva sample heart, and the the, re the center one is just a big, massive, you know, $100 chocolate heart. Like, it has every flavor in it, with no bites taken out. Like, that's what the <laughs> center's redwood is. It's crazy. 
it's it's just and it's a lot smoother you know when you go to play it and it's really cool because there's a land bridge so it goes right from the redwood um and then there's a land bridge that takes you right into a snow biome so i mean it's really cool and you can fly under the land bridge and i got so turned around the other day because i'm building right before the land bridge on the redwoods and i flew under it i'm like oh i'm gonna fly under it and then i was like where the hell am i because it's not like it's crazy all the all the different levels that that added because there's waterfalls so you don't want to get too low but it's just it's really it's trippy but it's gorgeous yeah that happens a lot in the center that you're that you're in an area like you go down in an area and you start like exploring down there and it's like a complete new world and then you're like where the heck am i let me just fly straight up forever until i can get my berries because yeah exactly it let us come a long way Dude, I was forced out. I'm making. I, I was forced out of my comfy home. <laughs> I'm uh, proud of you, Esme. I know. We're trying. Speaking of awesome servers, Mr. Foe, you want to share with everybody kind of a show topic that you thought would be cool this week? I thought it would be super cool, since we've been talking about doing the whole season thing, to talk about all the different maps that are out there. Because there's plenty. Plenty to talk about. And I don't know how much you guys got to expose yourself to these maps, um, the ones that I've linked, but Fo, did you, what's your whole experience with these so far? So far, I played for like a long time on Valhalla, and thought it was a it was a really good, fantastic map. Um, and I played a little bit on Shigo Islands, which, again, was a really nice map as well. Um, Valhalla is just a super expansive map. It's really big, and it it seems like things are, like, far away. Like, like um, um, if you want to, like, um, fly anywhere, it's like a long flight. It's just, it's a super big map flat wise not too much going up and down even though they have like a uh, floating island but it's more just like this lots of like sprawling lands yeah um and i know that it seems to be the from many because i haven't got to play like with a populated Valhalla map um but i have been dabbling with that on my single player and you had mentioned and i remember back when i first started playing arc in the like the center and Valhalla were like the new hot thing like this mod that came out and people were wanting to turn their maps into a Valhalla from the island or the center they were yep. pretty neck and neck and then the center just went you know the center got picked up by wildcard and they you know brought in ben um, burkhart to finish and keep working on his baby where kind of the Valhalla map didn't get that launch and um, they have even posted in their workshop description, um, due to core issues with Valhalla, they will be releasing a new map. So they do have, um, they do have plans to. This was probably like their version of the island regarding Valhalla, because you know they got to see what they wanted, what it could be, and now there are some issues, and it might just be easier for them to just start over instead of trying to go back and fix a bunch of stuff. So, have you been on it recently? Not recently, but I really hope they don't change all that much. I would like to see them like optimize the map and maybe make a couple of more caves and stuff, as as in caves that that um you you could fight in because they have tons of caves you 
you can live in. Oh, okay. And they're really nice caves. As a matter of fact, the problem is with um, PvP on that map is like once certain clans hog up the uh, the uh, cave locations, <clears throat> sorry, um, it becomes a problem because those people have a huge like advantage because like the uh, caves are like a really hard to raid place and there's only like so many and once they're like all like hogged up or whatever there's like you know people like say for pvp it's not the best map because certain people have advantages once they have those locations okay in the caves in the big caves and they only have one cave that you could go into and fight stuff and like for like such a large map i really wish there was more pve sort of stuff okay um, one thing I had always heard about it too was that the dinosaurs were so minimal, like there's because the map is so large that there's a lot of dinosaurs, but they're spread out really far apart. So, and the travel made it harder to start out with. So I know like a lot of modded Valhalla's would throw up those transporters if it was a PVE server, so that you right. could buzz from little locations to the next. Um, and I've heard, like, on the PvP, I was actually watching a video that kind of confirmed what I had had heard about um, on the forums with Valhalla versus PvP is that if you don't have a high pop on that Valhalla map, you are so spread out that people aren't really attacking each other because they're so, so far, far away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I will tell you... I um, would kill you if I could find you. <laughs> right. I have a giganto that won't, or a giga that can't attack trees, so I'm kind of screwed. Now, here's the thing. That map being so big, that map would be fantastic if it was high popular. Because right. because you could actually be living on one side of the map and then constantly be be like meeting new people. Like you could travel across the uh, way across and then it's like a whole new world. It's like fantastic. So I like I wish it was an official server so you can get like a really high pop Valhalla server because that map right. was made for high pop. I mean it has so much land. You could have epic battles. It would just be great for that. And it is a really big map. And when you have low pop, it does seem like everybody is so far away. But I will tell you, it kind of is cool in the same um, same part too. Because like the uh, hunt is on. You know, it's like you, you have to hunt things down, which is kind of cool too. Yeah, that's the one thing and I, Lee and I were talking about. Because I was, um, I put Valhalla on my single player and I was flying around and... I did notice that they were more sparse, but I think that that is cool because sometimes when the game is so easy and the dinosaurs are, you walk out your back door and there's 50 dinosaurs to pick from, you don't really have to go venture out. You don't really have to go hunting to go and find them. So I do think that that is more of a, that adds to in the more of a challenge of that particular map. It was kind of cool. You, yeah, it forces you out of your comfy zone to go out and explore that big map as you would if you really were hunting dinosaurs instead of just opening up your back door and ba bam there's like 20 different dinosaurs take your pick you know right and yeah, it also, also cool. seems more Sorry. realistic too you know instead yeah. of having a whole bunch of dinosaurs just mixed all up together and crammed in a little space you know they would yeah. have room to live and yeah. like rafts became such a big thing because transporting things via raft was like major and they had a large ocean that kind of wrapped around the whole map and a raft was like a really useful tool and it was something you used even in like late game which was also cool in itself you know it's not mm -hmm. just something you used early on and then once you had a 
flyer, you're like, whatever, no more raft for me. I, I could fly now. But the raft became such a tool because if you had a Rex that you had somewhere like far away and you had it like um, move it around, the rafts was like the way to go. It was super cool. Good point. Anything, any map that, you know, lifts that raft up too. I love rafts, obviously. So, and in Goon, he has a newfound love. He has the boat. He's becoming a boat master. So <laughs> that'll be fun for him to have fun with too. Has rafts are definitely cool. Oh, they really are. I was just asking if anybody else had had opportunity to check out Valhalla. No? Nope. I didn't have any opportunity to try any new maps. I was doing so much for science stuff the last couple of days. Right? What's really cool about Valhalla, though, one more point. There is this really wonderful, it's like an Asian monkey temple that's like somewhere in the center. And it's just this really like huge ruins and it's gorgeous. They got these humongous monkey statues and all this like like Asian motif. It's just, it's super nice looking. It's a really cool ruin. That's one thing I've noticed as I've only got to dabble with a couple of these custom mods um, was I love the personal touches like that, that the modders have went in and added. It makes finding these little treasures on the map like so cool because sometimes they're eerie and you wonder should i even go in there like is something gonna happen to me like the minute i walk in and some of them are like you're you're so in awe of the oh this looks so cool that you don't even think twice you just dive in and check it out and i that's what i really love about how creative they get when they do this stuff is they make their own little ruins and their little um easter eggs so sort of say in in their map it's really cool yeah, I just went looking for it and I found, I found the screenshot. It's really cool. It's like got it's got like pagodas and 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 like monkeys, like gorillas embedded on like gorilla statues embedded on the yeah, on, cool. on the mountains. It's super cool. Really and cool. I will tell you, they have really nice uh, biomes. Like their biomes in Valhalla were just really set up nice, and they were huge. And I did like that about that. Awesome as, as well. The biome was really nice. Um. So, were there any other maps? Like, we can go from the top to the bottom. I don't know if anybody has had any experience with us, but um, I did the Mortem 2... How do you do that? Mor Mortem 2 Pie arc map? I don't know if that's how... But it totes itself as being a fantasy map. Has anybody checked that out yet? I've seen, like, videos on it, and I think it looks really cool. I haven't played yeah. on it, but the videos make it look pretty sweet. I um, put it on my single player and I played it for an entire night, just flying around, checking out, and I loved it. I was really blown away with how, just how creative they went in. And this is the map too that I was telling Lee about was, I really like the fact that they put, okay, when you look at this map and you play this map and you read the description. It says that it's 82.5% done, but it is fully playable, and I felt that. I never ran into something, granted I only played with it an entire night when I was kind of, you know, when we decided to kind of run with this as a topic, and I honestly think this is something I'm going to continue running with, just like maybe in our tip thing, or like we can continue to do this, because mm -hmm. it's pretty cool, and there's so many maps to try that you can't really knock them out within a week. But um, I liked it because I noticed that they took the different species 
in their own biomes on their own little islands and the way this map is set up and the modder even note says he's like how big is the map it's bigger than the island yes there is lots of water but it's all about exploring we will be once i put stuff into it to find so and it says set your arc clutter setting to 25% to 50%. It shouldn't affect your FPS, but it will make the, the map look a lot nicer because it's more full. But what I really thought was cool was when you're on it, it's so diverse. You're, it, I was so used to playing on a lot of our official maps where the animals are integrated amongst each other. And it was really neat playing on this map because they weren't. I went to the snow biome. I didn't see parasaurs running around i saw just a bunch of wolves and some t-rexes like it, it was very snow snow biome -y. but then uh, there's an island uh, way down at the bottom corner of the map and you're like i must get to that island so you go down there and i thought i was safe i was landed on this one rogue island on the corner and i thought i was safe and i'm leaning up to the coast and i turn around and i'm being attacked by bats apparently it's a bat infested island and i didn't oh, even think about bats i'm like what you know bats are not something that i I come across in my everyday travels on the island like they were in a cave you know so then they have these little swamp biomes and I was like you know instantly I thought of Luminin if Luminin played on this map he's gonna go where are my frogs you know and I thought I haven't seen a frog and it was really curious I went actually looking to see where these species were tucked away on this particular map because you just can't take it for granted that they're everywhere because they're not so i do think that this will be a fun map to play on because this is another notch that will force you out and actually explore and boats will be big on this map because you need them because i tried to fly on a pterodon and my butt got dropped out in the middle of the ocean and i was like this is crazy <laughs> like i was terrified like i i just dove in single player and wanted to go exploring and i thought you know it's like you you see your stam little arrow like dying and you're like oh my god just a little bit further you know so it was super cool and not to mention if you look at the screenshots you do you, did you guys um look at them and you can see the snow biome is huge but it's buildable like i've noticed that like at least on the island our snow biome seems to be mostly rocky cliffs and mountain peaks and there wasn't a lot of flat you know maybe i didn't go really and spend too much time on the latest update over yeah there. i agree but this one on this map it was an entire snowy mount like a, an island and it was a lot of flat terrain so if you are a snow biome person there was a lot more building opportunities on this map than i've seen on a lot of other ones i do think the center snow biome seems to be more builder friendly but i haven't gone full in have you guys does anybody live in the snow biome on the center on any of their maps? I do. Yep. I think on the center, Smash does. And okay. Jim lives really near one. He kind of lives in like the grasslands, like right adjacent to snow biome, like right yeah, by the the in the grasslands that surround the the glacier, you know, underneath the obelisk. Uh huh. He lives yeah, over there. I'm, so I'm hey, starting to I'm, I'm starting to build right by the right where the. The snow meets the grass kind of on the bottom towards the water so i'm real close to the snow but not right in it and did you get a chance to fly up and check out the snow area yet to see if it was really more flat yeah i i went up top just kind of because i was really trying to search to, to do something completely different since this is all fresh and new anyway right um, and it's like the the one thing i noticed though on where i'm at is it's a 
it's a real gradient kind of slope up to the, the, the cliffs where the snow begins. So it kind of looked flat at first, but then I once I started to build, I realized it really wasn't. But up top, as as in with a lot of the center, there's there's like sections flat, and then it's not. And then there's, you know, so you got to kind of look around and see. It's, it's not like big, wide open flats, but there are areas and sections where you could easily put, you know, some stuff and build. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. I mean, because I'm built, I found one of those flat areas, and that's kind of where I'm building on the snow biome in the center. But got to look a little while. Awesome, because I don't think the snow biome, at least the original snow biomes, more or less on the island, was a really builder-friendly in a lot of areas. You were building off the side of the mountain, but there wasn't a lot of sprawling snow. So, right. Yeah, that's one thing I thought was really cool about this particular snow biome was it was really awesome. Um, and then the there's like like Valhalla, um, Fo had mentioned that they had that floating like snow island. They have like a floating island. Well, this map it, it does follow right along with its fantasy theme. And I because it, it said it was a fantasy theme, and I thought, hmm, I'm gonna go see what's so fantasy about it. And it was so cool because there's like a like a like a purple rock geode island break off floating off into the distance, like over the ocean. So it's not even on the mainland that I was on. So obviously I had to find my way out there. And the actual island is being held down by by metal chains onto other land masses on the water and it's just so cool and uh, i was really excited about it i i was really impressed with this uh modder i it was cool for being 82 percent supposedly done i didn't find anything crazy what it did have in common with the hala is once again the dinosaurs i was not being overran by dinosaurs but there's so many different ruins there's little arenas that they've built with like these um, almost looks like ice sculpture animals in the grips of another animal like they're fighting uh, it's just really crazy and really cool like you'll see this one on the screenshots they have it looks like like a crystally blue fioma and it's in the grips of like um, one of the the scorpions and you it looks so eerie but it's it has a lot of flavor this map did so I had never heard about it until I went searching it was not one that I've really came across my travels, uh, whether on YouTube or on Twitter or even looking for maps. It was just came out of nowhere for me. So, have you guys looked at any of the pictures? What are your thoughts on it? I think it looks fantastic. I think it looks super cool. I already watched a video on it. It looks really good. Madagascar. Anybody's check that one out? <laughs> Madagascar evolved. Yeah, that one looks pretty sweet. Um, I I've looked at the screenshots. It it looks crisp, don't it? Yeah, I love this. I like that the it's skies. But ow, Van Hammer has swung. All right. Yeah, it says Madagascar evolved as a full-sized African safari map, including jungles, savannas, deserts, and intricate cave systems. Um, the modder's name is Hey. My team rules, aka Joe, and with me is their friend. It says their in their partner. It's oh, I think this is the this is the new community. A, this is a new employee of Wildcard, like a community manager of sorts. It's it's R two GH Gaming. It's not the guy from the Discord situation, is he? No, it's not douchebag. Okay, good. <laughs> no douchebag <laughs> up in here. 
But um, it says together they want to bring Madagascar Evolved to us, the player, and they want to make a map that strikes fear into our hearts. They want to make us feel the terror of lions roar as they gallops behind you in a chase and entertain us with the vision of life in the incredible world of Madagascar Evolved. That sounds really cool, too. So... I put the link to all these in the show notes. We'll hop on down to um, one. Oh, this is the one that uh, Foe said he really liked. The Shigo Islands. Or I thought he said the Chico Islands. But it was the Chico Islands. <laughs> <laughs> Mira, come on down to the Chico Islands. Vente <laughs> <laughs> Chico Islands. Yeah, there you go. Give us some authenticity. <laughs> no, Shigo Islands. Very nice yeah. map. I haven't it's played like... on it. And, but I watched the YouTube video you linked. Yes, doesn't it look cool? Like, it's set up. The, uh, the um, whole setup is super cool. I love that, like, the islands and the uh, streams and, like, rivers running from, like, everyone. It looks super good. It looks super cool. Yeah, and I was... The video that I was watching on it, it wasn't just, like, oh, here's an island. You're gonna float up to the island and get out. These islands had, like, massive drop-offs before the ocean even came. Like, it was... Yeah. Like, the, the islands themselves are, like, mountain islands, I want to say. like that. And they all the... got snow caps on, on top. Yeah. It, like, makes total sense. Yeah. And, yes. and, and there's no obelisks, so get ready to get lost. Right. But, no, there's technically... There's no obelisk? No, no obelisks on the corners. They, they, have, a, they have a runestone to, to yeah. upload and download the dinos. But there's no obelisks, uh, so, so, which means, like, if you, like, grab an argy and go up, to try to orient yourself, you kind of won't be able to, right? You, you, you gotta you use the mountain peak. Yeah, you have to use the map. Yeah. Or Is use this... the mountain peak, just like Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what I do with the center more than anything else, because half the time you can't even see the obelisks for all the rock spires. So you just kind of totally true. Yeah, yeah. Get get it in your head what spires are where, and then just fly around by memory. Nav by landmark. Yep. I live by Google and Apple Maps, so I'm, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> Volcano smoke <laughs> oh, oh, on the center is like a nice landmark, too. Yeah, did you... Was this the one in the video that you linked that um, he had around the runestone was... He had a, a really elaborate ruin, and then a lot of dodo... Is this the one that had a lot of dodo yes. statues yeah, yeah. in it? So yeah. good would love this. It was total dodo love all up on this mount, this this map. The Shigo Islands. But um, in their description, it says that it is a work in progress at 87% finished. It is a map that has five islands. For beginners, use Arashi. On the most mountains, you will find the snow biome and the lakes on the map with brown boy... <laughs> on, this most, on the most of the mountains, you find the snow biome and the lakes on the map with brown... Oh, that's why. With brown boulders, borders, I imagine. I don't know what is a boulder. <laughs> it's brown. It's that's brown why, on brown. That's why I made it all weird because it, it spelled wrong with brown borders as well. We are all tongue tied today. <laughs> I know. Every well, this one of us. really a tongue tied. This is a person who didn't spell the word right and I read it the way they spelled it. Um, 
<laughs> it was uh, on the on the most mountains. So instead of uh, it's on most of the mountains, you find that I'm going to reword over all this. On most of the mountains, you find snow biomes, and the lakes on the map with brown borders are swamps. The dark green on the map is jungle. This map has four caves and two underwater caves. You can find all dinos and all resources on the map. And Shigo Islands is around 40% bigger than the island. That's one thing I was curious about was um, the fantasy map that I was on. I want to say that it wasn't up. Okay, when was the last update? Oh yeah, updated September 16th. Because I was impressed that there was actually the up-to-date dinos. Like I saw Allosaurus, uh, the Allosauruses running around and stuff. So I was really impressed with that. Because I'm always wondering, like if they're not being updated, that must be G-Africa, G-O- my God, now I'm tongue-tied. Geography Geographically? Geographically updated, but they still get the new dinos. Oh my God, this is horrible. So yeah. Yep, ta-da. That is the thing that always gets me a little bit worried about using these type of maps, is that are they going to get the updates? Are they going to get yeah. the new dinos? Yeah. Because everyone knows when a new dino comes out, that's right. what you want to play with. You want it as soon as possible. And Valhalla had that issue where they wouldn't get the new dinos right away. It would be like a week or two, and that was kind of annoying. Yeah, I, that was. I didn't I, really yeah. see. I didn't see gigas on the fantasy map yet. Granted, there may have been one hiding, but I never saw one. So I don't. I don't know. I don't. You know, know you might you might not have that much of an issue with our gaming group though if you're going to run your server with the data downloads open for a specific you know a specific period of time at the beginning of each season. So, but I'm not. I'm on lockdown. You're not gonna do that. Nope. Okay. You're also you're only gonna do it at the end of a season, so people maybe. Can... Okay. Got to talk it out with you guys, but another topic for another time. Okay. Um, yeah. So, with yeah, I don't know what was what you were saying, folks. Like I, I, I. That was one of my concerns: is am I gonna see these new dinos? Because I and on all of these maps that I've tried, I never saw the Archaeopteryx yet, and I never saw the Tapaharas. So, I don't know. Well, I will say. I have a hard time seeing them on the regular maps. Anyway, See, they're like, they are very elusive. Those okay. And at the very minimum in these maps, you have to pick where they're gonna go, right? Especially if it's a map that has like ecosystems for each one. Yeah. Right. So, so, so they have to. Uh... Right. That's what I think takes the time. I mean, it takes time for them to uh, place where they're gonna spawn. Uh, I was talking to who was it we were talking to earlier this week, and they were talking about how. Um, a parasaur spawned in their base, but it like dropped right. Was that UFO? It said it fell like on top of your house. <laughs> I highly like. Maybe well, they had the spawn point set up off the ground. Yeah, yes, it was me. It was a parasaur. Yeah, it just like landed right in my base, not in my building, but like on on the outside. My base at the my my base at the center is under a land bridge, and this morning a cardinal fell and killed one of my armies. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! What, Level what fifty-seven fell? Carlo, a cardinal killed a hundred and seventy-six RG. Wow! Was it on passive the RG? Yeah, and, 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 yeah. And, and I thought, well, you know, it's perched way up top in my building. Well, that's exactly where the cardinal fell from the from the top of the land bridge. So, got to put spikes up there. On scorched earth, we had a. Yeah. We had a Camelosaurus or whatever spawn inside the base, like in the main room. <laughs> <laughs> that's so silly. Oh yeah, indoor water like Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly the Kool Aid man. 
Um, yeah, so... The Kool-Aid uh, camel. Yeah, yeah, I'd prefer a camel is full of Kool-Aid. Me too. Uh, Terra Nova <laughs> Initia version 1.3.2. That's another map. I really have... I didn't try this one. I haven't researched it or anything. Are, is anybody familiar with this one? This was a map I became a little obsessed about watching. And I was watching videos on it and looking... Um, things up on it and it looks like a very well-made map it has tons of really nice rock formations really nice ri um rivers and uh stackable like waterfalls like with like levels uh-huh it's just a really pretty looking map and it looks really cool it's a really exciting map to like look at it's just super nice it has the uh, rock formations nice mountains nice uh waterfalls it looks really cool it's a nice looking map but i'm sure yeah by all the yeah. screenshots it looks like it is yeah there's this fantastic screenshot in here with the uh with it's it's like the cave but it's it's got like torches on either side of a like a like a like a staircase uh like there's it's, it's ruins underground which is really cool the update on their description this is just a quick update of what's the what the plan is with the map moving forward firstly they are going to finish up the areas that have been left untouched the island northwest island far southwest swamp area down to south three islands in the middle and a cave next to the desert uh they will finish up the dino spawn so it covers 100 percent of the map and then they're going to do an overhaul of, of each grid 100 sections for a more complete look this overhaul will be will involve a lot of greater detail and alterations to landscape, and they will probably update the map every 10% or so during this process. And then they will start focusing on the underwater areas as their map is 20% water. There is a lot of content to be added under the sea, many secrets and ancient forgotten ruins, and maybe some answers as to why you woke up on this beach on this mysterious island. And then um, they said that it is a custom map for Ark Survival Evolved. The map features a U-shaped continent filled with islands. On this map, you can expect to find several volcanoes with flowing lava, rivers, and lava falls. Wow, yeah. Ruins of ancient cities and wonders, several lakes and waterfalls, vast jungles and caves, as well as much, much more. And so far, it, the map has been completely hand-drawn. This means that they did not use any world generation programs to make any of their landscapes. This way, they can get them exactly how they want them. It does, however, take a lot longer to make a big landscape, and the updates happen a bit slower. So it, wow, that would be, I don't know a lot of the difference in how, how people develop something like this with the hand-drawn versus, like, the generated models. So I don't know, but it sounds pretty extensive, and it looks pretty beautiful. Yeah, it's a nice looking map for so, and then we've already touched on Bahala, so we'll skip over that in our list. And then Total Conversion Arc Pirate World. Has anybody done the Pirate World? I did some research on it. No, but it looks really good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is a Total Conversion, so it's a lot like Primitive Plus. Um, I played it like six months ago. I haven't done anything recent. Has anybody hopped in or put it, like, hopped into a server hosting that? No, not recently, and... It also, by like what I've seen, it's not working a hundred percent. Like right. the map looks good, but the mechanics that makes it a total conversion aren't working right. Okay, that's how it was six months ago for me. It shows that it was last updated on in February, 
So, and it's September. So. Maybe a oh, wow. project. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, it says uh, the description is a pirate world is a multiplayer and solo game or and solo game mode. Play with your friends on a custom map. Exchange objects with other players on the main island to get gold. Buy items to NPC or buy your first boat. You can make a big crew to make a naval to make naval battles against other tribes. Go on other islands to get rare resources and sell them, or build and protect your city on your own island. This sounds like a lot of fun, so it'd be really awesome if it worked the way it's described. Uh, you can also discover new places with your boat, find treasure maps. So get on board! So, and then it goes into telling about the actual gameplay and, and stuff that's available to you and, and all that stuff. So, arr, um, get on yeah, board, arr. you scurvy scalawags. Right. So, yeah, I do see a uh, foe where you're saying, like, people are on the forums right now, like, asking, is the mod dead? Or is it still being worked on? Like, what? You know, so people, it's like one of those situations that people are, are really curious and it's still on the workshop, but, like, the dev is just, like, not answering any knocks at their door. So, it's a very cool idea. Unfortunately. I mean, who doesn't want to be a pirate? Right. Or treasure boxes oh yeah that are filled with a booty and it yeah it's and treasure the i liked it when he, i got on but he does have one update uh um september 13th he said sorry for the lack of information the update isn't canceled i have a lot of work on another project but i still work on the mod the fort the fort of port royale is almost done at 80 percent you'll soon be able to buy a house share it with your tribe members or buy a shop to sell whatever you want to other pirates uh, the other city's forts will come in future updates so you can start playing soon with this thank you for your patience uh and i'm aware that uh, the updates are taking a lot of time to release but don't worry it will happen faster than you think so he's he is working on it he's just like busy i'll That's keep an eye on it because the concept is great and it looks nice like the map looks good like his work is good he just gotta he has to like um hash out all the mechanic details yeah and if you think about it, Cedric with Primitive Plus is still hashing out stuff, and that was really polished. Polished to the point where they actually made it an official thing and released it to the masses, and it's still getting tweaks and, and, and getting improvements. So I can only imagine like something like this. you know, with Just total conversions. I just, I don't know about them. A lot of hard work. Yeah. And, and like total conversions of like the load times on them are just awful. Right. That's the thing. And they don't work with mods. Really. Yeah, they don't really, really work with mods. mods. Like, yeah, they really hate mods. Because, you know, it's not this, it's kind of a different game almost. Yep. A whole different game in itself. They're so like with, changing the UI drastically. Yeah, yeah. Each, it's not like you're just changing and putting out a new map and, and, and incorporating all the, the vanilla arc stuff. You're recreating every single item to fit the map. And that is huge. And I know and, nothing about it, but I can't even imagine how big how big of a project that would be so but it looks cool and i do want to do pirate stuff and i hope he gets his act together with it because i really want to do pirate things because that's yes. fun you really want to do pirate things pirate things do arm 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 <laughs> we should what? we should do like a um a talk like a pirate day <laughs> when we all yeah, go to that like map yeah that was that would be and cool. get on team speak being My talk like a pirate day would just me be going arg all day long, and I wouldn't be <laughs> Just looking at random strangers. Was that like a couple days ago last week? or Monday. So like, yeah, okay, Monday. Yep. Ah, no. 
Oh, Wick Willow Island. Now, Lee, you said that you have played on this at one point. Or no, you downloaded it and you didn't get to play? Did you ever get to? No, I, I played on it for a little while when I first downloaded it, and that was months ago now. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> I remember it was very, um, I guess the best word I could use for it was ethereal, is how it felt. There was a lot of, um, in the parts that I explored, and I didn't explore much, but... Uh, a lot of willow type trees and obviously with the name but it's it felt very fantastical there was flat there were a lot of um really pretty like uh river features and stuff but i didn't really delve too far into it okay. so i couldn't really give you much more of a more than a rough overall impression and i thought it was a beautiful map Awesome. Yeah, the pictures look great. I have it locked and loaded to try my single player after you and I talked the other day um, because I was like, yeah, I think that's my next stop. I'm going to try Wick Willow Island. So that's still out there for me to check out. But um, their their description says that it is 100% hand, hand sculpted. The snow biome is completely redone and it's looking fresh. Uh, above water caves, massive trees for prehistoric immersion, underwater caves added, small ruins to find, broodmother as a boss, known issues is the sky is forever black. <laughs> Day-night cycle finally working. You know, so obviously this still is in development. Um, and there no, it says Wick Willow Island progress currently is on hold. They are currently working on a new project that will be released before March 15th. So I, I guess that's 2016. Don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. So I don't know what stage this is in. Their latest update was quite a long time ago. It was last year, November 2015. Um, in their comment section, still kind of dead. Not a lot of, like, there's a little emojis and stuff like that. But I don't really see anything yay or nay. Seems kind of, there's nobody really complaining. You know, like, all oh, this sucks. Just Yeah, it so seemed functional when I was on it, but it wasn't, like I said, yeah. I didn't explore it enough to find anything out of the okay. ordinary, really. I mean, I, I re-downloaded it the other day, too, and that was my plan for yesterday afternoon was to try it out. But like I said, I was involved with my experimentation, and I never yeah. got around to it before bedtime. Right on. So, anybody else check Good. that one out? The author says that that uh, on on his uh, one of his latest comments uh, that he's he's definitely working on it, but he also has a link to Wick Willow, which is similar but bigger and in in his opinion more polished. So, so he's, he's excited working on two of them. All right. So then we have the next in line was Apeco Islands version zero point seven six alpha, and then in parentheses on hold, Apeco Islands. Does that sound familiar to anybody? I didn't really mm -hmm. check it out since it said it's on hold. So I was like, ah, I'll look at it later on. I want to say that I may have one of these. I Okay, yep, I think it was this one and I hated it. Because, and I can understand why it's on hold. I went into this map and I thought, oh, islands. I think I like thought it was the the Chico Islands or the Chico Islands. But I, I just saw islands and I'm like, <clears throat> oh, that must be the one. And every time... I don't know if it was on purpose or if it's just because it's still in development, but I was out of the beach and it was sunny. And the minute I walked towards the woods, it got immediately dark. And it was like the sun was always setting behind the trees the whole time. So it was just kind of like, 
It was kind of creepy, so it was kind of cool because it was creepy, but there were no dinosaurs anywhere. Like, nowhere. I couldn't kill myself with a dinosaur if I wanted to. I ran around oh, forever, and I couldn't find one dinosaur. So This is the one you were telling me about. Yeah, I hated it. I was just like, what the... Blah. But, yeah, they say... Um, yeah, this is a funny thing. It says textures are missing. That's the thing. I thought the textures looked like they were not there at all. Looked, everything looked very fuzzy. Like there was no actual definition. And um, also, Alpha no issues. Dino or NPC spawns might be a bit low, aka not there. There's no <laughs> so, so, not at you all. Know, I don't recommend you trying this one. It's definitely still work in progress. And their last update is over a year ago. So you know. Wow. It is on hold, and they mean that. It is on hold. So I personally would not waste my time even loading this up. It wasn't playable for me. Some of these ones that are on hold or haven't had updates are still playable. This one I didn't find that was, unless you like what everything I just said, so then go for it. But I'm not. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> Exodus is our next one on the list. Um, that is uh, current mod status. Maybe another update to finish it sometime. Um, and they're waiting on the dev kit. They said it is a broken piece of crap. And they really don't have time to fix corruption and versioning issues every week. So it sounds like the modder here is, is a bit frustrated with the tools they have to work with to continue battling what they have to work with. And I, we've talked about this before. It's got to be hard making a mod for a game that's not finished because then you're constantly having to continue to try to finish your project. And just when you think you have it done, they, it, they're, it's not. Nope. You're working on quicksand. It's good, uh, good analogy. Good one. I was looking at that map anyway, and it didn't look like anything special. Oh, okay. It looked just like just like an average map. Okay. I wasn't impressed. Nothing jumping out at you. So, yeah, they have yeah. quite a lengthy backstory. Um, I'm not really going to go into it. I guess, yeah, I guess that's my overall vibe, too. It's just kind of there. But um, it just says a new map, a new world. This map is still construction progress. It's only about 10% done at the moment. They're using the current playable area as a test space for feedback. But the gameplay and visual aspects, they intend to have things finished for the Alienware contest deadline. However, so updates will come quick over the next month. But their last update shows that it was on January 17th of 2016. So still a ways yeah. away that they did this. One of the hardest so, things. I want to know his definition of quick. I don't know. <laughs> what were you going to say, Hacker? Uh, yeah, one of the hardest things of producing anything that, for people to download and play is at what point Are do you, you... No, at what point do you let it out to the public? Right? right. So I can make it and give you a download link so that you can put it, right? But not mention it to anybody and not right. even like release it just so that we can test, right? And at some point... You you can't you the 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 guy making it can't be the one who says okay I'm going to put it out just because I'm very excited right because right. you don't know if it's playable for others right you you may have tried this this particular path where you walk in this direction 27 times or whatever or you fly in this area 27 times but and you check the spawns and everything but you haven't checked the rest of it right and and so you 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 kind of you're biased when you write your own and it's not ready. So, um, so yeah, if you know it's 10% done, don't put it out. <laughs> if yeah. you, once you feel it's like 50 or 60, that's probably a good time because the worst that can happen is that people get frustrated with what you produced and then don't go, don't come back. Right. And, uh, right. so it's, it, and, and, and there's also, uh, uh, 
uh, su such a thing as as releasing it too late, right? Uh, but but uh, but yeah, too early is is use usually a, a death warrant for for a map. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, that. I agree with you. But I'm sure there are people out there that love to be like the uh, super like like early testers. I'm sure there's yeah. people out there that love testing it when it's at like ten percent. 20% and just like being part of the whole building. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, the earlier that you do it, the more the more feedback you can get. That's and that's nice, but but uh and, that, and that's what I was saying you you do like if you have a a group like if if somebody here at CR were to do a gaming group, I'd be perfectly okay with downloading a 10% build map for them because we talk on TeamSpeak because we talk because we can kind of iterate quickly on it. Yes. Right? But uh but but yeah, but releasing it to the full public it's 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 uh, it's scary. It's difficult. Yeah, I I, th I think to make a comparison, it's it would be like authors. I mean, yeah, first I draft of that. yeah, I was gonna say like first draft of the book, is it ready? Probably not. Yeah. Second, third drafts, you do your you do your drafts of your of your story, and then you take it to an editor. What do they think? What has to change? What needs to be done? Yeah. And then you go back work on it some more. Beta readers, they have like a. At least one of my author friends, um, she has a group of beta test readers where when she puts out a book, she has a pool of people that that look forward to and want to. And, and she has built a beta test group throughout each book she writes. And I think you might be able to put a cast a few lines out there, get a group of people, release it to that, add 10 more people, release it to that. Kind of like what apps do like right now, you know? So I think that would probably be easier because you really bring out a very valid point, Hacker, because when I went looking for maps, if you just type in map, holy what? You get so many junk workshop posts. Yeah. That are like test map. Do not use test map. Do not use. You know, do not. And that probably and, speaks to to a to a limitation of Steam itself, right? You should be able to to yeah, make maybe. a private map just yes. for a few people, where you make it maybe maybe have a subscriber whitelist, right? Of only these people can even find this True. this thing, so that so that uh, so that you can do these mini close. We need to get a beta type things and, and let us get on the inside. That's our next. Yeah, yeah. that's our next well, goal is. Get get someone who has some experience and like some real solid experience in creating a mod. So if you happen to listen interview. to the show, <laughs> yeah, that would be cool to do to see on the inside because a lot of like we haven't done that part, so we we guess a lot or we try our very best to understand like what they're okay. dealing with. But that would be that would clear it up, I'm sure, because that makes sense. Maybe they're oh, being forced sense. to have to put out there. Please do not touch. This is a test yeah. mod. You know, maybe they don't really want to, but they kind of have to. But yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, <clears throat> just kind of a thought. I wonder if uh, at least with better known maps conversions, I wonder if it's more community influenced via the modern community themselves for inputs in in some ways. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of guessing. I don't really know, but I'm I'm kind of assuming that uh, in the modding community whatever i've heard the term before so i'm assuming it exists but i wonder if they do some of that i don't know you mean like what i guess and to what extent like oh, what just, avenue just as far as uh putting input onto people's work i mean oh. ideas and, and what whatever 
yeah the the um when i downloaded the 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 unreal engine thing and and i tried to put the the art survival mod um module or whatever uh and i have a mac so it wasn't available <laughs> it's only available for the pc people but at least when i Aww. downloaded it. and uh and but they but they had forums so they could talk among themselves right and and, and share you know uh uh, tips and, and and have conversations about it. So I don't know if um, and that's why we should probably talk to a modder. I don't I don't know if they can like just give each other the, their own internal download links, right? Uh, and so that they can kind of comment on each other. But they do they do talk, but it's more like oh I can't get you know these things to work together. Why not, right? And somebody who has done it before says, oh, right. it's, this is how you do it, or this is how you get the good clipping between this and that, right? And, and it's like, so, so there, there are more discussions like that. There are more discussions of the technical uh, ins and outs on, on coding the, the mods themselves. Right. Uh, I don't know if there's like testers for this. We're the testers. <laughs> right. So, um, Terra Nova Initia Mini version 0.91 is the next one in the list. And it says Terra Nova Initia Mini is a miniature version of the custom arc survival map Terra Nova Initia, featuring islands filled with many ruins, active, active volcanoes. And this is what I thought was really cool when I read the description. Active volcanoes with lava eruptions. How badass would that be? That's awesome. Fire from the sky. Oh, that'd be so cool. Waterfalls. That and would be more. really cool. I know, right? Super cool. Oh, you know what? I can just see that being a darn e key. You yep. fly over it with your train down just as it erupts. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, you have your Pompeii moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says this <laughs> map will always be free and supported. Um, so that's one thing to keep in mind. Anytime you really find something that you really like on the work on the workshop, you know, don't hesitate to try to help fund these um, designers or these developers because you know they're not getting paid to do it but we're just having a damn good time on their content you know it's it never hurts to support what you like so um and it says that they do have a link to the full version of this map because apparently there's two i didn't find the full version when i looked but i didn't see this link so somebody can check that one out but um you know it doesn't really have a whole Bunch of description. Did anybody has anybody ever played on a Terra Nova map? I mean, the pictures look really cool, but like the the actual island picture. But it's, I don't know. Looks a lot of islandy and trees, but yes, that's a no. No, <laughs> I'm gonna say. Yeah, I just seen pictures of it. Yeah, that just it like doesn't look before. like. It kind of reminds me of an Exodus. <laughs> you know, isn't like this? Isn't this? Um, it wasn't that the link to the to the one that we have above the Terra Nova Initia. Yeah, that's, it's yeah, yeah. it's a mini right. version. Oh right. yeah, this is okay. a teeny tiny. Yeah. yeah, this will be a teeny tiny one. Like so. I'll take a normal size one, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I like oh, this mini tiny? one. There's a screenshot with with that with an island that looks like a donut. <laughs> 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 like it's got it's got water outside, then it's got a river uh, and, and a little land bridge, and, but I then do there's like water inside, and you know it's it's a donut. I want a donut. <laughs> and I'm hungry. <laughs> Um, oh, this is one when we get to our feedback um, from Facebook. This one was actually suggested to me by one of the admins of the Arc Survival Evolve closed Facebook group. So if you're not a part of that, you can check that out. And um, this was Umasora. And 
um, she said that she really liked this one and it was really gorgeous when she played on it, but it needed to have some updates, but we'll get to the comments about that. But the actual, what I really appreciate about this is that the developer went through and really put a lot of time in telling about their map. And it's called Umasora. I had never heard of it. I've never seen it flash up on my workshop. I would, probably would have never found it had she not pointed me in the direction of it. Um, so they just said, hello, everyone. Welcome to the updated version of my current creation, Umasora, which um, current means they have updated it recently on September 10th. So it seems to be one of the most active maps that we've that I have listed or we've come across. So it's for the few that have been with me since the beginning. You know the story, but those who don't, I had previously started working on this map after a major soldier sol shoulder surgery since they did not have you know much to do. And then they later joined the first contest and they didn't win. And they've been continuing to work on the map ever since. And they have been a longtime recreational mapper, first working since they were at the age of only 15. And they started working with Unreal in 2004. So this is definitely seems a passion of theirs. Something that they, and you could tell by how they went through and how much um, detail they put into their actual workshop page. A lot better than the other ones I've come across that struggled to make a full sentence. Um, is yeah, no, this is awesome. Yeah, this is really cool. So they go through and they tell all about it, like how they started it, and the map description. It is, And they say, Umasora is not like any other map. If you're looking for a t fantastically unique map with hundreds of amazing areas to explore, larger-than-life caves, giant waterfalls, high-rise cliffs, gorgeous underwater bays, that won't just be a bunch of the same exact exacted painted trees, the same dinosaur spawns in the same arc experience and prepare yourself for Umasora. So yeah, they have, they actually have a really well organized workshop. Yeah. Yeah. Really they, cool. they have little icons, giant cave, yeah. huge waterfall, gorgeous base. And it's got a, a guy on a, on a, on a recliner with, with like on the beach yeah. <laughs> with a dino in front yeah. of him. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Their it's, map looks really nice. Really cool. I know. I, I really was really impressed with the video. Lock it in, man. We got to lock this in. This is going to have to, this might be a two parter or some work like, um, It'll be our homework for like a month because it might take that long for Luminan to download one of these maps to his to his uh, computer. And, and Kinda, what, what I love, looked like they I'm took actually, the island uh, and scorched earth and crashed them together. Oh yeah. One one of the things that I love about uh, this this is and this is totally how a a workshop. Uh, if if anybody writes mods or maps or anything, this is how you need to write your thing, right? The the first portion is for the users, and then it's got a link to Trello, which is a a um, a project management tool. So you can click through, and you can see all the bugs: urgent, priority high, priority medium, priority low, all the all the task list, the the stuff he's testing, the stuff he's completed. He's he's they really doing a a thorough professional job on this. And, yeah, and, this is and, the best I've ever seen so yeah, far. This is this is how you get a quality product out there. By, this by, is sweet. by making sure you have a list of all your things that you have to do, your priorities, and that way you're you're focusing on what on what So what do you think about the map? The, the the map looks awesome. The map looks good. I love the I love I love the waterfalls with the with the little land bridges and it's good. I'm totally subscribing to this thing. Yeah, let's let's get some more eyes on some of these maps and then we can revisit this awesome topic. Um, then the Total Conversion Arc Moon. I was really excited to try this and I never got my hands on it because it wouldn't work. Because I think the whole dove kit thing, I don't know, but I think that might be... 
I couldn't get it to I couldn't get it to do single player and I went and I and I put out there in the um, actual unofficial arc servers and I found one server running it and it was like a mod mismatch. So whoops. Yeah, um, my verdict is still out on this, but it is a total conversion. It looks cool. It's uh, the 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 whole idea of the moon, right? Uh, it's got a little. It's, it, it, did you see the little backstory at the at the front page? Oh, go for it. Just yeah. Take it, take it away. Share it with everybody, so I don't have to. <laughs> All right. So it says uh, the 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 Astronomia Space Traveling Company just discovered what appears to be dinosaur bones on the surface of the moon. In the samples back to Earth after the Apollo 16 mission, some bones seem to be dinosaur bones dating from prehistoric times. After this strange discovery, you were sent to the moon to find out more about these dinosaur bones and make discoveries that could change humanity's history. Take the role of a rookie space traveler on the Astronomia Company. You start on the moon in your space base, and your mission is to stay alive to learn more about the dinosaur bones. And the dinosaurs, I guess. You'll be able to search ores and resources to craft tools, weapons, and other equipment that will help you survive in this hostile moon. You will also have the opportunity to drive a rover, a new vehicle that will be available in the marketplace or, or, or with a complex craft. The rover will be very important. It will allow you to move much faster, carry a lot of resources, and escape your enemies. You'll be able to discover a new ecosystem in huge plains, explore the moon to find rare items and resources, pay attention to your level of oxygen to stay alive, build, build your space base, craft a lot of useful machines, drive a moon rover, make friends or enemies, and much more. Da da da! Are there any space fans out there? I am, but I'm too tired to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I am too. And uh, um, it kind of, I'm having a total blank on it because I'm not, I'm not as tired as Lee, but I'm getting there. But uh, isn't there a game that's coming out or has come out that's uh, like Ark but in space? Yeah, it's, there's a game called Take on Mars. Where okay, you go to yeah, Mars and you you have to survive and build and. There's no dinosaurs to contend with. It's all just the environment, but yeah. Well, I think there's a there's another one coming out. I think it's called Osiris. They're they're claiming it to be like a yeah. cross between Ark and No Man's Sky. Yep, that's the one I was thinking of. I saw a video of that the other day. It looked pretty interesting. Well, that's getting what I back thought to of this moon this. survival for Ark, um, <laughs> you know, before we start talking about everything, like we we can make a whole new podcast. About yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we could just. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts? To get off topic. <laughs> it looks like another one of those maps that they did a really fantastic job on. It does look amazing. I mean, they have new monsters on there, new like, like alien, sorry, like um, alien type uh things on there, and it just looks cool. It looks really good. It looks yeah. like a totally new game. Actually, it really does. Honestly. Yeah, but. They're growing the crops inside, and it reminds me of the Martian the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a, cool. a lot, a lot, a lot of the, the the you know the equipment and everything you're you're carrying is is, is very similar. And, and you got the whole space suit and everything. Yeah, too. it's super cool. Well, I didn't like the buildings on it. They're very plain. Did you play in it, or are you going? No, just the watching the videos and the pictures and stuff. The buildings to me look just like two dimensional, just boring. <laughs> Well, that's okay. what a space station would look like. It's very, like, plain, because like, yeah. this building necessity. Utilitarian. Exactly. Yeah, I think they're probably more concerned with surviving than, like, the aesthetics, pretty much, right. at this point. But you never know. I mean... They might be, but we're not. Right? Yeah. Don't go to the moon, hon. Don't go to the moon. Uh, it looks like their last update is May 8th of this year, so... 
I don't know. <laughs> For me, this is something I would like to enjoy in single player. I don't think I would want to play for, like, a full term on this map. Okay, yeah. I couldn't get it to show up on my single player. I don't, I don't know why that was. I don't know. I I'm going to download up. this tonight. Try it, Try yeah. to figure it out, yeah. We will get back to you on this, because it looks really cool for most of us. Some of us aren't really feeling it, but I would least like to get my hands on it to make my mind up, really, because... I mean, it is pretty mind-blowing. And they really went through a lot of work because it's not like they're using similar trees and stuff. Like, they totally reinvented the game. And so, I mean, that speaks for something. But um, the the next thing with maps, you know, we're talking about maps, but hey, did you know that there's extensions? You can have weaves for your for your maps. Um, we can uh, glue, <laughs> glue and weave in extensions for your maps. So it's pretty cool that, but the downside right now at this point is a lot of these only work with the island. Um, I haven't really came across a lot. I can't say that they don't exist or they won't. But right now, a lot of them pretty much are only compatible with island maps. But you can keep your map and add a little spice by adding a map extension. So one of them that I added was the Pandora Isles. And that was actually created by Jimmy Drake Stylitz. So I thought that was interesting. And this, the last update was this past December, 2015. So, um, but this map extension adds two gigantic floating islands upon which you can build to your arc. So it's pretty, pretty basic, you know, hey, have some extra islands. They're, they're floating. They're not necessarily down on the ground. So, and that's all dude wrote. That's it. It's just <laughs> I think it's cool. I think it's a cool idea. I think it's something neat. You know, yeah. I don't have much to say about it. Just you don't want to buy in totally to, you know, it might be a nice step. It might be where all the bush people live, on that one island up in the sky. Now, I wonder if you could add a map extension dun, dun. to a map you already have existing that you're playing on. I don't, I mean, it gives you a mod number, right? Yeah, I guess you I can. It's, uh, I've done this on the... Uh, Sorry, who I think. Yeah, you can do this. I did it back on the. Uh... Sorry, I'm lagging. <laughs> on the test you server? Are lagging. <laughs> Lee wakes up to laugh at you. <laughs> he just wrote me a, a, a message in um, Steam and said, ah, be careful. That was a good one. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we got it. We got it. <laughs> I don't know where we are. So, who... you Okay, Luminin. I'll wait for five seconds for you to reply. Luminin, you added an, a map extension to your Frankenstein server? Yeah, a, a few of them. The Indominus Rex was one. They added an island, I think, for that. And then there was another one I added. So I actually had two of them that were extensions. Had no issues with them. Um, so, I mean, it's totally possible. You can add that. Cool. Oh, very cool. So there you go. But just make sure that the extension is compatible with your current map. That's the thing. That's the key. I would and love to add them, have people build on them, and then take them away. Oh, God. Jeez. Is your name Douchebag? Douchebag Rob? What? Creating islands floating in the sky to crush their dreams. No, 
But this extension is really cool because it looks like you have multiple versions of an extension. Where the other one was just like a floating basic island. This is the Strikers, what is that? Strikel Zoo complete. Um, the extension is made for the island. It adds objects and landscapes at specific locations to the map. The, this, these locations aren't modifiable for different maps. Um, it says they, they don't modify, replace, or remap any of the game files. So this extension is stackable by definition. They are happy that they made something which is used by many people and they don't have the time or the effort to make an extension for another map other than the island. And it does look like you put this in just like a mod because they do give you a mod ID. So, I mean, if you look at the actual pictures, uh, there are snow, there's a snow biome island and uh, like a, I don't even know, they don't even name the rest of them, but it looks like there's different versions of the islands, like different islands that you can sprout. We've got large floating, small floating, toward paradise, snow biome island, and toxic desert. Toxic this, desert. The snow where biome island looks cool. I didn't even see that listed. I'm like, where is it at? Oh, I see it now. I agree oh, with so, Hacker. I think what, the snowbound one looks awesome. Yeah, there's like five, yeah, five different um, little biomes here. And it does say that it is stackable because they're not changing anything. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. So there you go. If you didn't know, you can have a map extension and keep your island if you're staying there. So now we're going to go to host feedback. What's your favorite ARC map that you've played on? Have you gotten to try out any mod-created maps? Do you have one that you don't like? One that you would like to try out in the future? We have listener feedback email, and Mr. Nitro, our newest host, co-host, is going to read for us. Okay, not a problem. This one says, hey, survivors, what's your favorite map in Survive the Ark to play on? Modded or official? We are covering a lot of them on this week's show. Without a doubt, I would have to say, is that say? I would have to so, it must be say, Valhalla, initially. I played on the island like everyone else. It was a nice map, but our server got a little crowded, and we were looking for a change. We ended up ramping up on our server with the center. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, keep the button I was like, pushed. where are you? <laughs> where did you go, Nitro? Sorry. Did I say new again? Okay, sorry. This was before it became official. It just seemed impossible to find a flat place to build. So we switched to Valhalla and never looked back. It still needs some work, but it really is great. A great massive swamp, huge swaths of land to build, and not bump into your neighbors. When I take up playing more again, I will definitely be looking for a Valhalla server. That is from the Deep Friar. Awesome. So there's their phone. There's another Valhalla lover out there. Because of its huge tracts of land. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to see your stupid neighbors. And let's not forget <laughs> about the really cool caves. Yes, caves cool are delicious. Caves. Delicious caves. And I but will yeah. tell you, no, the one cave that you could fight <laughs> things in is probably the best cave that I ever had to travel in. That's like really cool. It's it's like an under. It's it's unlike a uh, rune system. Super a war cool. cave. A dungeon. More a like, dungeon actually. cave. Word. Do they have bats? Yes. Are there any life in there? Or I mean, do they do they have similar um, species as the other caves? Yeah. Cool. All oh, right. Thanks. Thanks a lot. 
That's awesome. Moving on to our um, Facebook feedback from the Ark Survival Evolved Close Facebook group. Um, I posed the same question there as I did on Twitter. Nancy, Nancy is the one that turned me on to the Umasora. So thank you very much, Nancy, because I would not have known. And that's the one that made us that, that said that was like the two biomes colliding. It was like scorched in the island. So I think that has a lot of us jazzed up to try that one out now because I didn't even know that one existed. That was really cool. But um, she said that that was a map that was a mod that she thought was absolutely beautiful and that she linked to it and said that she tested it out and it was very beautiful, but it was not quite finished yet, but she is also very excited to see it when it is done. And that she also tested the Madagascar Evolved map that we, we just talked about and it has potential, but it needs a lot of work still. So we also have some feedback from Alan saying that he loved Thieves Island and that it is wonderful. So I'm wondering if he's referencing, is that the pirate one? Or I don't know if somebody wants to Google Thieves Island to see if that one is, if that one count. Have you guys heard of a Thieves Island or do you think that's the pirate one? I think that's the pirate one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing that that's the pirate one, but I didn't want to assume. And um, Brooke Abbott said uh, that she's considered opening another server with a different map other than Scorched Earth, but scared that the mod maps may be glitchy. We'll be interested in seeing our input. And it looked like there were several replays under that where Nancy said, yeah, Nancy said that they can be glitchy and that she's played in many of them and some aren't done in like large areas. So they pretty much are just wondering the same thing we did. Is it even worth, like Brooke wondered, is it even worth to open a server just to test them out and to see what's good? So I think I would check with Brooke and say, try it on your single player if you're playing on PC. Do, and they have single player on Xbox too, but they don't have mods. So, I mean, if she's right. on... PC, I would recommend doing what I'm doing and trying um, them out on my single player and I'm tossing in mods to see how well and how fluid they are working currently. So that would be my best, best bet for anybody wondering how well and how, how stable these are when you toss in a mod or just on their own. And also Darren said um, the the Shigo Islands is great. Heaps of biomes and very large areas. And Tommy tied it up with Scorched Earth is their fave. So a lot of, they share a lot of the same sentiments actually that we had with our experience or even looking over a lot of the maps piqued our interest. So um, also took it to Twitter and I lost my link. Where did you go? Jeez, I just clicked on it and lost it. Do, 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 do. Okay, here we go. Oh, our very own Red Wing Hamstorm, Jim Hamstorm, said, I'm sure you know already, but I love the center. So, <laughs> the floating island, underground world, underwater bubbles, tons to explore. So, um, yep, Jim, I think we know that you are in love with the center. And so, Tour Crafter said, the center and Scorched is nice, but they still prefer the island official, and they are they do want to see the procedurally generated though. So I think right along with us, right along with us. So um, we are going to start with our host feedback by, Oh, I'm not talking. I'm not doing them at first. Cause I just yacked a whole bunch. So somebody else can yak before me. How about Badger? You're right below me. All righty. So I've played all three of the official maps. Uh, being stuck to official maps because that's all I have on console. Yes. I don't mind, though, for now. 
lost my spot. There we go. All right. So Sorry, that being said, yeah. Uh, that being said, um, when I first started playing, I was happy to play on the island. I played on the island for a long time. It was fun. It was enjoyable. But I kind of got sick of it after a while because I've crisscrossed the island a few hundred times now. So that being said, it's still pleasurable in its own ways. It has its own quirks. Um, when the center came to Xbox this summer, that was mind blowing. That it was a whole different experience. It was almost a whole different game for me. Just my experience on console just expanded a whole different horizon. So I very quickly fell in love with that. Um, one of the things, even without the updates, I'm very excited to get uh, the new biome of the uh, Roaded Forest coming very soon. I'm very excited about that. But even without that, it seems like the center's still offering up more secrets that are hidden beneath its forests and mountains all the time. There's always something new that I'm finding in the center. That's one of the things I just love about it. Uh, and very recently, of course, we've all gotten the uh, Scorched Earth DLC has come out. And overall, it fits my personal playstyle in that, aside from a few places, most everything that you need, with the exception of water, being available most places, or not in very large quantities, you can find everywhere. You can find your rock, your sand, your sap, and your wood, and your thatch. I mean, your, your basic building supplies, if, you're, if you look, you can find just about everything you need in one specific area of the map. And that's one of the things I really like about Scorched Earth. You can do that with the other maps, but more so for the building locations that I like. That's one of, that's one of my favorite things in Scorched Earth. Um, and also something with Scorched Earth, uh, earlier we talked about navigation on the maps. Um, being somebody that's uh, spent some time out in the high country and the back country of my beloved home state of Montana. I know how to navigate via landmarks very well, and I, that is perhaps my favorite thing about Scorched Earth. I no longer have to depend on any obelisks or anything. There are some wonderfully awesome landmarks in that map, and I never get lost, unless it's night. <laughs> and that makes sense. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so, overall... Though I still spend most of my time on the center when I'm playing, uh, but Scorched Earth is very rapidly taking over for me. Um, maps that I've actually looked into a little bit. Uh, Terra Nova sounds interesting. I was curious if it was in any way, shape, or form they based it off the one TV show Terraformer because I really enjoyed that. But beyond that, I'm good to go. Awesome, and I think Mr. Cricket is right after you. All right, yeah. So I I haven't really spent any time at all in the center. It sounds like it's really cool. I put you know I put a little bit of time on it, uh, but I had a hiatus between you know the island and now playing Scorched Earth and just Scorched Earth is just I've just fallen in love with it. I mean it's great. Um, it actually feels dangerous again. Like you know, like when I first got to the island, it, it felt a little dangerous, and especially then when I started going off into the swamps and all that stuff and yeah, I started exploring more and more areas, and yeah, I started getting danger. But then I just got used to everything, and I didn't have like any problems at all anymore. But 
Scorched Earth, it seems like every time you turn around, there's something out to get you. Um, I love like the weather effects, just the sandstorms while they're a pain. I just love the effect of it and how it just makes everything, you know, just looks like it's just covered with sand. And then you just see it recede, like even when it's over, it takes a little bit of time for it to clear up and everything. It's just really well done. Um, and like I said, I've spent so much time on the island. Uh, I have so many stories from there. Um, and I felt it's they've done a lot to it because I started playing before there was any biomes and then they added in the snow biomes and they added in the redwood biomes and it added a lot of cool stuff but I think you know it's just their testing ground and they've just really added on to um, to their basically their repertoire of things they can do yeah definitely and I think we were talking um, about what Iron had said and in a previous episode where definitely the island was their training their tricycle yeah because we see what they're capable of with how smooth the scorched earth is and it's just oh damn it why can't you do that to the island you know it's just crazy it's crazy yeah. it's the beta yeah like one of the things you know badger was even saying about uh you know, the resources it seems like on the island you definitely have your pockets of you know you got to go up to the volcano or you know one of the other mountains to to get your metal, but it seems like on Scorched Earth you can go lots of different places so it just allows you to to build anywhere and not have that far of a trip to get your things. So it, as opposed to, you know, especially since they took away the Quetzals, um, it, you, you needed that in order to make your big runs pull back, you know, 2,000 metal. But now right. everything's closer so you can, you know, you don't need the Quetzal. You can right. have an, you can have an Argent that has, you know, 600 800 weight a thousand weight and it's not that bad because you're not going too far exactly but all that said i'm looking forward to the rp server especially um i mean if we get procedurally generated and all that stuff just because exploring the new maps is yeah it's just gonna be neat i agree i agree how about you nitro what are your what's your feedback on what what's your thoughts on the maps that you've had experience with well, uh, recently it's it's pretty much been the center, <clears throat> um, which is kind of funny because only only recently have I actually been able to get on the center because for some reason I, I my computer or something was going I could not get into this map for nothing and I would uh -huh. try everything but all of a sudden one morning miraculously boom it fired up and I was screaming like a little school kid. <laughs> um, because it was awesome. Because other than that, I mean, the island's the only place I've ever been and, right. and seen. So it was, um, it, it's nice because it does, um, I don't have Scorched Earth. I have not played Scorched Earth. Um, I don't know if and when. Because um, I've already spent so much time in this game that I can't imagine something else to even make me want to play more. Right. So it's like I'm just kind of trying to pace myself. And it's like Good. with this... With the center now, it is it's that it's that new toy feel because it is completely different than uh, than the island. So yes. e everything lately, and especially now too, with the way that the island's going to change, and and I was kind of you know with the first initial wipe or the the most recent wipe kind of burned me out, but then being right. able to rebuild was actually very cool, and it was right. like oh well now I know new tricks and new things and i'll try right. this and now this is kind of the same thing it's like even though the island's going to change but again i've learned different things and so now on the center you know getting ready to implement 
you know, new ideas, new techniques for buildings, a new place, because I was kind of always in the same spot on the island, and now it's just, it's almost like the game is completely fresh again, so it's, so, but I've been, most of my time now has been on the center, and it's just, it's unbelievably outstanding. I just love it because of, of all the differences it has, and I actually went down to the Redwood for the first time yesterday, the Redwood biome, and was like, holy crap, this is huge. Right? <laughs> you know, now like, you get to see why we joke so much about no them trinkling a little bit of redwood, giving us a little wood on the island. But holy mother of wood, look at the center. It's no crazy. Doubt. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's 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 awesome. So it's like, and, and it getting lost, you know, it's like, again, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where's my house? Where's my right. face? What the heck? Where where Where's my stuff? And so it's... It's all new again. So again, it's like now I'm losing sleep and being to work late and all that all over again. So that's pretty much it. But it's, it's just been awesome. So I've been digging it. I'm really happy to hear that because you have been a very solid staple in our community. And you play with your family. And you have a lot of roots in the island. And you're always on the back of my concern list, even with Goon, when we had run into any ripples on the island, I have people that I think of first, like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Because you, you think about this is not just affecting me, it's affecting everybody. You know, so it really makes me happy to know that this has added um, in what Foe and all of us talked about in a couple episodes about refreshing the game and re adding some extra life and fire back in. And I'm really happy to hear that that's happening for you. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's really cool. I mean, because first and foremost for me, it's always been more of, you know, I get it, it's a game. And and. It's meant for enjoyment. It's meant for entertainment. So with the glitches and the thing, you know, you have to stop yourself and realize, okay, it's beta. It's early access. Right. It's all that. But for you know, for me personally, it's like the, I love the concept and the idea of the game so much that yeah, there's times when you might get frustrated and a little irritated. But at the same time, it's like yeah, but this game is so awesome. So I'll I can deal with it. It's not. Right. It's not. It, it doesn't end the experience for me because oh my gosh, I lost my base. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll just build another one. No biggie. Yeah, and half the time it is very freeing. You know what I mean? And I think you're realizing this now as us that's had this happen multiple times. At first, it is very catastrophic. We do a nerd rage. We do feel a morning session. But hell, man, after you've been burned a couple times and you got a couple you got a couple wars under your belt, you're like, mm, this is nothing. This is a cakewalk. Give me the next one. Give me the next. You know, and, and it's because you do learn more every time you do it. And it's so cool to actually open up your horizons and try new areas. And you've heard us many times talk about the center, but it's really cool that now you get to see, you know, why we've been so like a tug of war, you know, on maps and, and servers and, and how they're being handled, not just by how we're looking at them, but how the devs are handling them, you know? Ben Burke, our evil Mr. Frank on Twitter, is like a freaking center god. He, that dude is never, he never stops tweaking that center. And I can't say, as much as douchebag Rob wants to preach that the island's getting love, I don't believe him. I think he's full of crap. Because we all, the proof is in the pudding. Oh yeah, there's no <laughs> way. Know? The island no. has been neglected. And it's it's obvious. Hardcore. Especially now when you do experience something else. Then you go back. It's do you like, see are it? you do kidding you me? It? Can't, isn't yeah. it like butter when you go on the center? Now when you, if you ever in the future hit Scorched Earth, 
It is smoother than the center. Have you even thought that to be possible? It blows my mind. Yeah. It's. I thought the center was as good as it gets. The Scorched Earth expansion pack is like light year. It's light years away from the freaking island. It's just nuts. So it's it's bittersweet. Super cool that the it's gone. The development has gone in that direction, but super unfortunate that hasn't been equally shared up amongst all of the stuff. But man, that center is constantly being worked on and optimized, and scorched is amazing. So we're just trying to concentrate on that. So at least now you understand, like now that you've stepped foot on the center, why we feel so kind of bummed out about the island because the performance has just gone to crap. You know, it's just hard yeah there's no doubt i don't know how i know for a while it, it wouldn't even be a consideration really to kind of go back i mean it was hard to kind of leave you know my stuff now kind of initially because of all the time spent and rebuilding but at the same time it's like now that i've left it's kind of like okay i'm sorry what was that other map right where did you choose to build on the center yeah i'm i am i guess how do i put this it's 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 near the snow biome. I think I I kind of mentioned this earlier. It's near the snow biome on the, on the but more down towards the water level. So there's a grassy area and then there's a huge cliff and at the top of the cliff is where the snow starts. So I'm I'm kind of in that spot, which actually worked out well because like you're talking about before about with all the different dinos in your back door. If you open it up, it's like yeah, right from where I'm at, the swamp is right. You know, I can see the swamp to the left. I've got the snow up behind me to the top, and then I've got the water right in front of me. So it's it's diverse enough, but yet it's not just dodos and dillos and parasaurs running around. Right. Uh, yeah, you got most of like the the mammals and the you know the ice age type creatures around. Yeah, exactly. Too. I I got mammoths walking around me as I'm trying to place pillars down. So it's yeah, it's it's a much nicer area. Awesome. How about you, Foe? Well, I basically said everything about the uh, new maps that we were, like, looking at earlier. But I will have to say, you know, the center, the island, Scorched, I like them all. You know, there's something about every one of them that I do love. You know, um, I have to say, the island holds a very special place. Like, I still find that the island does do certain things better than the other ones. And but the center is just like is like such a nice map. Love the landscape. Um, super cool things there. Scorched Earth is like the uh, new shiny. It's like fresh and it's new, and there's a lot of cool stuff there. I have to say, I just I do enjoy all three maps. I feel the same way. <laughs> I do. I I like how the island is. Everybody knows it's kind of like your first stop. When you're a newbie to go to herbivore island to get some metal and to you know i like the mm -hmm. fact that there is an herbivore island and that there is a carno island and that when you're a new player you know what you're expecting and they make those little user-friendly areas for you to go i like that yeah, i don't find so. that a lot on a lot of the other maps so far kind of to put into words some of the nostalgia of the island and like i compare because I still, every, every so often I go back and I play on the island, I would compare it to, like, watching the original Jurassic Park and, like, Gorch and uh, the center being, like, the latest film kind of deal. It's, it's what the greatest latest can look like, but 
we'll always go back and look have fond memories of the first film. Yeah. Yep. Well, for PVE, the island I feel has like I think the island I love the uh, PVE on the island. I think that has like the best PVE because now you got the uh, snow cave, which is a, such a great cave. The uh, swamp cave, another great cave. And I say that like really great because they're really challenging caves. It's like they're really hardcore and it adds a lot of like fun back into the game, PVE wise, because they're so tough. Awesome. Um, my, my feedback, if you were done with yours, Fo, I was going to try to sum up, because I, too, talked a lot about stuff when we were talking about our, the maps, so let me know if you're done. I'll take Oh, it. I'm done. Okay. Shoot, go for it. Um, I, like I said, I've all played all three official maps, and I really enjoy the island as it was my first, and in its current state, I feel like it has forced me to open up to others, because I just don't feel like it's giving me what I want now, because I can barely log in, and when I log in, it's like, it's just, it's just, I can really feel that it's not optimized. I really can feel a, a huge gap in performance compared to the other maps that I play on. Even... The island compares it to the mod, the non-professionally created maps by modders that are doing this out of a passion and a hobby. I The freaking Bahala map ran better for me than the island map. It was weird. And the fantasy map ran better for me than the island map. And that right there was very telling. So I do think as much as I love it, and many of us love it, and it was our first, it is time to go and explore. So we are embracing the whole seasonal thingy, and that's more to come in the future. Um, the center continues to be absolutely breathtaking. Uh, you can see the amount of work Ben puts into it for sure. And if you don't follow him on Twitter, I do recommend you do so because he will tweet out when he's personally working on it. So if you want to get a hands-on kind of feel on him doing that, it's really cool to, to partake in that. And that was at Evil Mr. Frank on Twitter. And also I've been trying out the new server options because since we are going into a seasonal server thing, I wanted to kind of see what we did have out there because the procedurally generated maps are not yet even a thing yet. So I don't foresee us being able to hop right in there smoothly. So I really think embracing some of these other maps is going to be what we'll be doing first. And then when the other one is done baking and the procedurally ones are out and ready for us to, to have fun and enjoy, then that will be up for grabs. Um, I also had, uh, had been trying out the different server options with different mods, so I added the Anunnaki Genesis, and I think that paired really well with the Valhalla, because Valhalla is so huge that, you, you know, the dinosaurs were speckled about, but it was really cool to run into one of the big badass dinosaurs, and it's so funny because I, it was my first experience with them, and I'm just talking to Lee, we're just you know, having a moment of like, hey, how's it going? And all of a sudden this crazy music starts playing and I look down and there's like a freaking crocodile with a, like a circo with a top hat and all this crazy music is going on and it was just hilarious. And I really like the pairing of the Anunnaki with the Valhalla because I didn't feel like I was being overly burdened with dinosaurs. But when I did, and then I still don't know, this may have been a bug because the dev kit is not out yet. Um, there was there were tweets from Jeremy earlier this week vaguely saying it was going to be released. I didn't really see a confirmation that it ever was. And people were hounding the tweet going, hey, dude, when is it coming out? You said this weekend and when, when? you know, so 
I don't know, that's still up in the air. But, you know, I, I said, I was just talking to them. So then, like, I saw the biggest dragon I'd ever seen in my arc life. And then all of a sudden, I died. And I don't know... I don't know if it was a bug. I don't know if the, the aura of the dragon being so large and amazing just killed me. It didn't give me a reason of why I died, but everything around me and me died. So it was it was funny. I didn't care. It was pretty epic. But so I do think those two really, really work well together. And um, also I did, like I said earlier, got to hop on the fantasy theme one, the Mortem Tupai arc map. So the, that link and all the other ones we talked about are in our show notes. I really like that one. And I'm really excited to share that with everybody maybe in the future you never know if that's where we're gonna land but I have a feeling that might be one of them and I loved it so much like I said earlier because it made us to actually it forced us out of our comfort zones and I think you know that's the the silver lining of the island being kind of a suck fest right now is that we are being forced out uh, into trying new and fun things and adding a new um, breath of fresh air to our, our arc life and I love the unique ruins and all that jazz. So I really think that's cool that they're carrying that on. And um, also, I like we said earlier, I would like to warn everybody that when you are trying these modded maps, I do recommend at least trying them in your single player before you just hop in and apply it to a server and open it up to your friends and family. I really think you should probably get down in there and see if it's something that you really want to commit to because they're not all finished and they're not all guaranteed to actually work with mods. So I think you'd probably do a little bit of lag work and cut down on any headaches because I think that's going to be a thing. And also... I did when I, my experience with the pirate server, it was fun, but it, when I tried it, and like I said, it was like six months ago, it really wasn't finished because I would like go to walk up a mountain and I would be stuck and I would just like walk into the mountain. Like my body was just like walking into the mountain, which can be cool, but not if you want to go over the mountain because you're kind of wanting to walk around, you know? So at that point in time, it really wasn't ready, ready to rock and roll, so... But um, yeah, so now we we really are embracing the seasonal um, aspect. And um, I'll talk more about that at the end of the show in our last call. But um, our island server for CRR is going to be closing. We're going to be actually tying it into RP and start a whole new fun aspect of our game and we have our center server that lee runs that we're moving into and we have our scorch server that full runs that we have characters on and it's we are taking pretty much the control of our happiness and like making our gameplay what we want it and and um breathing fresh air into our arc world so i'm excited about that and that all has to do with servers yes (laughs) that sort of sounded like an arc self-help book we're taking Aww. control of our happiness. She, this, I didn't use a car metaphor this week. <laughs> or did you miss it? Because I can pull one out if I have to. No, no. <laughs> you're good. All right. Oh, Hacker Dude, you're good to go. What are What's your feedback on your maps? On my maps? Well, I have been playing uh, um, the... Um, the island forever and uh, and uh, mostly because uh, the, my mac wouldn't download the center for a really Aww. long time but but uh but then then when uh when when push came to shove i figured out how to do it and uh, and 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 i like the center better I, I i really just started on it and and i bought scorched earth and and it it really is wonderful it's great that they have uh the, the wyverns and all that stuff and uh, which i haven't done uh, i'm still kind of uh um 
just finishing my big Adobe house and putting electricity on it and, 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 and all these things. So, so, so the, the, the strongest thing I have in the center are Argentavises and, and, and the, uh, and the thorny dragons and, and things like that for building. Uh, but I do like the scorched earth map, earth map, uh, but yeah, it makes me thirsty. Uh, just, just playing it. It's just all the colors <laughs> and all the, and all the, uh, all, all, all the desert landscape. I, I, uh, uh, I, I settled next to a, next to a, um, a pool of water, uh, even though, uh, uh, I've, and, um, I have two bases, one by a mountain and one by a pool of water. And, and that is nice, but yeah, it doesn't have enough ecosystems. I really like multiple ecosystems. And, and so, so right now I've only been in the center for a couple of days. Um, uh, and, uh, but, but yeah, I really like it. I've, I've been flying around, uh, the, the, the whole thing and getting lost and finding, uh, um, finding all kinds of different different places that are that are really cool and I really like the uh, the the lava island which is uh, something that I'd never um, I'd never seen before it's uh, it's it's so so far the uh, the center I'm 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 definitely gonna start downloading a bunch of maps and, and playing around with them and seeing uh, seeing what's there I come um, I, I love the idea of procedurally generated I hope that a procedurally generated um, uh, the, that they figure out a way to make infinite procedurally generated because I, I love that that idea of just you know finding finding a new empty area that gets generated as you as you walk but I don't know if they'll ever do that so but yeah center right now that's my that's my choice so weird. All right, well, I think that's going to move us into our tip time, where each of us has selected a tip or a tale to deliver to our listeners. And Mr. Goon, if he is still awake and among the living, he will be getting us started with a Punching Trees tip. Calling Goon! Goon. Goon. Calling Goon. Goon. Clean up in aisle four, Goon. You have to tip him a hundred times. I don't think it's... Is he connected? Knock, knock. Oh, yeah, he is. The he might be dropping in. the kids off at the pool. He might be dropping the kids off at the pool. Mm -hmm. We Sorry. will move on to the pool. <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> to yeah. the pool, dude. We will hop on to Nitro while Luminin does a pulse check on Mr. Goon. So, Nitro, what is your type of tip or tale you have for this, for us this week? Well, it's, <clears throat> it's kind of more of an enraged thing than a tip. Okay. Just got to do this one thing and I'll be done. What do you mean I can't do it? It's not letting me do it. I just want to do this one thing. Man, this still stresses me out. Because lately, again, I don't know what's been going on, but there's been issues where my computer will just not only just crash out of the game, but the whole thing shuts off. So I'll be in the right in the middle of something like flying over water or in a fight with a, a big bad something, and all of a sudden my computer just dies. So the other day, uh, which I was thinking it would be nice if somehow they could do something so that if that does happen, then uh, maybe you stay on your bird or something, but at least I didn't die. This last time when it happened, I was cruising on my uh, one of my pteranodons, and I had purposely took all my gear off and nothing on the bird because all I was doing was just scouting out the center just to try to find where I wanted to build. So I'm flying like really high because I wanted to get a good overview of the map and boom, comp crashes. 
So I'm like, great, I'm going to be dead and I have no idea where I am. So by the time I restarted my computer and uh, got back into the game, I was just standing on the ground being attacked by compies, I think, and was able to get away from them but realized that I couldn't find my bird and it was nowhere in sight. So fortunately, I just kind of typed into the, the chat if anybody happened to see, and I kind of knew the coordinates. I didn't have a GPS on me, but looking at the map, I was like, if anybody sees my bird, it's near, I can't remember what it was, 30, 20, something silly. And uh, truly happened to be on, and she goes, I found your bird. And I said, great, can you help me get to it? Yeah, so she swoops down, finds me, and has me follow her, but I'm on foot. We're not in the same tribe, so she can't pick me up. She can't call my bird. So I have to just kind of run through the jungle following her <laughs> so she's leading me back towards oh, no. where the bird is. I'm hearing credence in my head now. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> as I'm following her and I'm looking around, of course, <laughs> bare naked as I'm running around. As I'm running through the jungle. No doubt. <laughs> and, uh, so she's like, wait a minute, I think, well, I don't remember what, now I, I can't find it, hang on. So she takes off, and I'm standing there, hang on. I, so she takes off, then comes back, <laughs> oh, okay, I found it again. I'm like, okay, great. So I'm following her, and she goes, it's just right over here. Right next to a T-Rex just taking oh, no. out all kinds of things. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. So, <laughs> and she's like, oh. There's a T-Rex around. Be careful. (laughs) (laughs) I was online watching your guys' conversation while that was going on. Oh, wait. Why couldn't you help him then? That's kind of shitty. I'm calling you out. Putting you on blast. (laughs) Truly seemed to have it under control and I was being entertained. What do you want? (laughs) Yeah, but the popcorn, the butter, I'm sure you had everything going great. I was building a wall for my wyvern pen. Just knock on Esme's door. I'll get in and help you if I can. You were building building a wall to our friendship as well. (laughs) (laughs) Now we know the other side. Now that I know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So she, she gets me close. The story. <laughs> she gets me close, and she's she says, uh, "Yeah, your bird's right here." So I I'm I'm looking around, and fortunately, I did have I had a, a spyglass on me, and uh, I'm like, okay. And so I'm looking around and looking. I don't see it. I don't see it. And she's like, "Well, it's just right up here." Well, it was too high for me to see, even oh with the spyglass. Oh my, that sucks. So I couldn't, and I'm, I, and I'm standing, of course, in the middle of who knows where, with a T Rex nearby, chomping up everything. And so, what she did was, she drops down and she goes, "Well, here, let me unclaim my bird. You claim it. You can go up, whistle for it, and then bring me the bird back." So that's exactly what I did. Got up, whistled the bird down, came back, gave her her bird back, and was like profusely expressing <laughs> thanks <Aww. laughs> for all of the help. And she was like, no awesome. problem. So I jumped on the bird, flew back home, and was like, okay, I'm done for the night. <laughs> so, right. You know, which of course had me thinking again. It was like, you know, it would be nice if there was some sort of safety mechanism for this type of thing if your computer crashes it's not like i get if i die if i get killed by something that's i get it that's fine part of the game but if my computer crashes and now i'm screwed because of who know i you know if that was over water i'd be dead 
if again you're at my bird's too high, I can't get it back. So it seems like there should be something in there to be able to, to help with these types of things. But of course, again, early access and that's Ark. So <laughs> Did you have and the Ark take us. Did you have your bird on follow? Oh, no. no, see and that's after that, that's the first thing that dawned on me. It was like, you know, if I'd have had it on follow, since I dropped to the ground, it would have probably followed me to the ground. So, the interesting thing is you survived the fall. True. Yeah, that too, well, which when I was you, uh, surprised. Well, the reason you survived the fall is if you're unconscious, you don't take damage. So when you yep. get disconnected, you go unconscious. Right, you which just actually wake up. The, yeah, that's a way that, yeah. that I actually survived uh, Dam Eki just the other day. I was falling, and I just logged out real quick. You pulled an Xbox trick. That's what you did. <laughs> yeah, that I didn't did. work anymore. They, oh, they fixed that. They I can't do that then. anymore. Sorry about your luck, Badger. They gave it to us then. They said, well, no, don't let the poor Xbox Nation people be able to do this. We'll let the PC people do this. Well, the other day that happened with uh, Foe. He was by my place. And he disconnected while he was on his waiver. And I saw him fall in the ocean, so I swam out there and grabbed his body and pulled him back <laughs> out. That's so good I, friendship. But the weird part was, his wyvern was on follow, and it was following his unconscious body. And I drug him down the, I drug him down the beach away from my, away from my base because for some reason he disconnects every time he's by my base. Aww. His wyvern followed me all the way down the beach. That's loyalty. While I was dragging that his body. Is, that it was very so loyal. But that I did wake up nice. with no underwear on, so I don't know what happened there. But <laughs> that's yet to be determined. That's just I, a tip. That's that's a. If that damn writer was just a tip. Oh, I found some, no. <laughs> oh, I found I some butter. That one. Oh, I walked into that one. I was like, oh, and we tips. have gone there. That was just an extension. That was a map extension to your friendship. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. So, you, <laughs> so if you put it on follow, it may do it even when you fall off. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man. I thought That's about cool. that after the fact, so I'll, I'll have to I'll have to try to remember that the next time. <laughs> I, well, it's that's awesome. Thank you truly for saving the day and you guys working as a team and coming out on the good side of things. That's the way to look at it. No doubt. That's right. Flowers and butterflies all up in here. We're going to move on to Mr. Goon, who's back amongst the living. Thank you very much, Luminin, for giving him a poke. I don't know. It worked. So, Goon. Goon. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I totally was going to say Goon and Luminin and call him Goominin. So, Goominin, give us your tip. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Come on, Goominin. Give us the goods. <laughs> Look, Mommy. It's a Stagosaurus. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Okay, honey. Let's go get it for you. <gasps> well, mine, I, I just, uh, first time I ever tried taming the pelicornis and it's nice it's a great bird to have if you first if you can get when you first start out because when you touch this water you don't fall off I you just land that. in the water and swim with it it's it's nice you can take back off again but what was interesting is that it's it recommended it for getting organic polymer and you know the sad part is you got to get organic polymer from killing penguins or the <laughs> Karuka. There is nothing sad about that. Well, what makes it worse is <laughs> now I know gathering rates higher on our server, but with the polygonus, I was getting about 34 organic 
um, polymer from the adults. I was getting 204 organic Holy polymers crap. from the babies. Oh, nice. that's awful. I know, so you have to kill just the babies. What kind of a <laughs> dino care enforcer are you that you're killing baby penguins? Well, so the only problem that I you're have with killing me. the babies is a lot of times they glitch through the ground and you can't yeah. have access to them. That's well, the bug voice has no problem with more it. Consistent. That's that's not a bug. That's karma. That's how well, the, it rolls. Well, the pellet gordons can still reach it when it's underground because of the beak. Oh, uh, really? Excellent. Isn't there? Oh. Yeah, because clubbing them. Because clubbing them like I usually do, you can't <laughs> quite get them. Yeah, but, but I didn't there realize supposed to be it, a, a farm of uh, a way to farm them uh, where you like take him, uh, take a bunch of adults and a bunch of uh, young ones into a pen with um, with saber tooth. <laughs> yeah, and the saber tooth saying... eat only the young ones or something. It doesn't work. No, it yeah, doesn't work. Phantom oh. tried the penguin death camp and it didn't work. Was it because <laughs> it was a pe? Was it some? What was it? There was a reason why. Yeah, the type of I server can't remember right now. Though. I don't know. My brain well, what, you, what you can do is you can get a bunch of mating pairs and then uh, hatch eggs and then eat. That was the thing. What it was was he, he was supposed to. They were supposed to starve, and then the saber tooths were supposed to go around and eat the dead bodies and harvest all the organic polymer. Ew! But because I guess they were all tamed, there weren't any wild have that behavior. Something like that. My brain is too fuzzy. I'm too tired. <laughs> because also in general, babies of any type are good. Uh, prime uh, sources. It even says it in the wiki entry. What All if right. you but drop a penguin into the grinder? <laughs> Holy moly. On that note, I'm going to go pee. So you guys continue yeah. this grinder conversation. Well, I'll be right back. What I, did, what I thought was neat was that with the Pelagornis, it was hitting like 47 on land, but if I would swim it around and I would hit a fish, it would give me like 473 hit. Yeah, they have a bonus damage to fish. Yeah, it's ten times. Which is also <laughs> useful. They murder mantis, or mantas, not mantis, mantas. I guess we need to make a use for fish jerk. Right. Mm -hmm. I guess it would help if the sharks try to attack it too. Well, it? I mean, the use for the fish stuff is while it doesn't give you as much food, it lasts twice as long as red meat. As far as spoil rates. The one thing I have to say about fish meat is, I honestly thought that you could eat it raw, like sushi. No, it still poisons you. That, well, yeah, it makes that sense, doesn't really it? Good, yeah, man. Tech deer. <laughs> sushi. I wish they did that. Yeah, sushi recipe. Me needs to make it. Cricket or cricket. He was. Uh, he's my chef on scorched earth. <laughs> Burgers. Yep. Yeah, I just totally. Uh, off topic, but I just discovered it's absolutely hilarious to blow the dickers off of cliff tops <laughs> with, when they're in ball form, like like attack them so they go into the ball and then blow them off with the wyvern. Okay, can you please rephrase that? Moving on. He only blows them off when they're in ball form. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I should think more about what I say when I'm tired. Yes. Yeah. So you play bowling Who's with tips them then? next? Yeah, I'm playing bowling with uh, the... Stone Gatherer dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. The ball guys. Yep. The next tip guys. on yep, the docket yep. is for uh, Badger. Oh, in that case... Right, what do you have? I have a story. If oh, I can find it. it. Let's hear it, bro. Right. So... <clears throat> Tell us that bad boy. 
So, uh, some of you may have been here to uh, witness this a couple nights ago. I, I end up changing stories. Um, a, a tale of death and despair revised. Uh, Badger's hunt for the death worm, or so I uh, claimed. Uh, decided that I wanted to go hunt down a death worm. I brought with me uh, <laughs> my uh, rock golem, uh, Rock Johnson, and Buzzy the. Allosaurus, I spawned into uh, Scorched Earth because they're just so freaking awesome. Uh, and so, for a couple nights after work, I've been uh, attempting to find a death worm. So, I spend probably an hour, hour and a half each night looking for a death worm. I, I cover the entire sand dunes twice, full circuit. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And uh, somebody here in the group uh, made the suggestion to me, well, perhaps you should get off the rock golem. Uh, that was me. Yes, thank you, Luminan. I, I blame a lot of this on you. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, I'll go for it. I hop off the rock golem and pull out my pike and march forward for a half a dozen steps or so, and boom! The world is gone, everything is destroyed, and there's just beef and nastiness everywhere. And at that point, I got to meet and die virtually instantaneously to the death worm. Very so that worked. Uh, yes. Yes, I, I, I found the death worm alright. So I immediately go hop on my uh, fastest RG and uh, make haste to the location and uh, my rock golem and my aloe are fighting for their lives against not one but two death worms that apparently frequent the area so rather than attempt to fight it out and probably lose everything but the rock golem I, it's it's a super rock golem it's got like 30,000 health I put on it so I don't think they would have killed it but I didn't want to take any chances with anything Grew the death worms. I packed up and went home. I'm never going hunting again. Ta-da! It sounds. <laughs> you need to get yourself a wyvern for those death worms, dude. Yikes! Yes, well, I have a wyvern, and actually, I found it today. I I, I force tamed one right when I first started playing, just to see what they're like, and I lost it the next day. So here, two, three weeks later, I finally have my wyvern back. Awesome. Okay, who is our next tipper? Is that Mr. I believe it's Lou? me. Oh, it's Mr. Metamucil, Debbie Downer Lee. Lee. I'm not a Debbie Downer on purpose. I'm just really <laughs> tired. Hey, Lee. Right, take it away, Lee. <laughs> so I spent the time that we were supposed to be spending on homework playing on uh, new maps, actually experimenting with the upload-download system between different arcs. I'm concerned. Other members and myself had, you know, things like, well, if my survivor leaves a server, does he lose ownership of everything? And does he leave tribe and all that? Because when you leave, when you upload a character, I don't remember the verbatim, but the, the box says something about, like, you know, this means your character will be killed off of the server and such and such. So they make it sound super ominous. Anyway, nothing happens. You can leave and go to another server and come back and all your stuff is still yours and you still belong to the same tribe. 
Um, you can actually, and Luminan told me this, uh, you can belong to multiple tribes, um, just one per server. So your, your survivor that you take from you know, your main server or whatever, when you go to another one, you can tribe up with your friends there too. And you can just, every time you pop into a, a new server, you're still all in the same tribe together and everything works just the way it should. Um, you can have multiple tunes uploaded at once, so a good way to uh, transfer one of your characters over to a server you've already got a character on if you're worried about having to kill that character to make space, just go to an obelisk with them and upload them and then you can bring your other character on. As soon as you upload uh, your character on a server, it takes you to the character creation page, so you can either make a new survivor or you can download one that you have had previously uploaded. So, you know, if you order it correctly, you won't have any problems as far as killing off uh, a survivor and losing them. Um, the, I think I pretty much covered all of what I found. Basically, I did it by just uh, trial and error, and uh, I have you know, three characters on three servers. So I was able to, I went to the island server and uploaded my character there, and then went to, I think a single player game, and uh, yeah, single player Scorch map, and downloaded him there, and ran uh, all the way to an obelisk, because when you download them, you just spawn in like normal, you don't get to pick where you're going, unless you're in part of a tribe that owns a bed somewhere, and then you can spawn in at their bed, but otherwise, you know, you just gotta run your ass off to the nearest obelisk and hope you don't get killed on the way too many times, which will happen. It will happen. Anyway. It will happen. It will happen. You will die. You're naked and cold or burning on a scorch map. And uh, there's lots of things out there that are more than happy to eat you. Troubles. But anyway, mm -hmm. I popped him back into... Because I had already had a tune on that Scorch server, so when I logged into the Scorch server, I had to run with that tune to the nearest obelisk and upload him and then download uh, uh, Lee Harvey from the island. And I ran around with him to test it out, just to spend some time over there to see what would happen. And then I, I ran basically from one obelisk to another and re-uploaded and then went back to the island, uh, logged back into the island, and um, was able to, um, when I uploaded him the first time, I created a new survivor, uh, just sort of as a placeholder in case anything happened. So when I logged back into the island, it was the same story. I logged into that placeholder character and had to go to an obelisk and then just uploaded him and then downloaded Lee Harvey back. And when I got back to my base, everything was still mine. Um, all my creatures were still claimed by me. And I still belong to the tribe, so that's how I kind of like tested all of that out. Um, let's see, what else do I have here? Oh, while I was doing that, I also wanted to test out like how the wyverns spawn on Scorched and whether it was really dependent on what type of wyverns are actually in the scar. And uh, it turns out it is mostly. What I did was I went down in there and I killed all the wyverns that were there and then I spawned in um, all poison wyverns. And uh, then I left for about half an hour because I read somewhere that that's supposed to be like the egg lay reset timer or whatever. Anyway, when I came back, it had worked. There were, I found like four or five poison eggs and I, and 
um, it is also like we already know level dependent. So the levels that were in the in the chasm were also on the eggs. The weird thing was though is I did find a fire egg and an electric egg in there, and there were no fire or electric dragons. I made sure I killed them all. <laughs> so that was a little <laughs> odd. <laughs> I don't know how poison wyverns oh, are laying man. fire and electric eggs. Maybe it's some genetic mutation. I don't know. Breeding level three mutations and family trees. Right. Maybe it was a crazy party. So I snatched up a couple of eggs. Um, both of them were level 150. And I um, decided I was going to experiment with maturation and the imprinting because um, Luminant had mentioned it. And I found... Um, INI command line for speeding up the imprinting timer. So the, the care interval is shorter. So when you have a sped up maturation, you can imprint them more. Well, that's what the theory was, right? So you'd be able to get, instead of like, uh, for example, on Foe's Scorched server, it's set at 20 times maturation. And in that time period, you can only imprint a wyvern once, and when you do, you get 86% uh, of an imprint on it. So I set my single-player server to the same settings, and um, first, I loaded up the game, and I hatched the first egg with fault values for the imprinting. Um, and then I exited the game, added the command line, or whatever you call it, to the INI, and... Uh, and loaded the game back up and hatched the second egg. Um, they both matured at the same rate because the maturation timer was the same. Um, however, the first egg that had spawned wanted its first uh, care session at what we've seen on the Scorched, about three and a half hours. The one that I hatched after the um, INI change um, wanted half that. You know, so about an hour and 15 minutes, and it wanted um, its first imprint session. So uh, I waited out the time, and I imprinted the first one and got 43% um, of an imprint bonus on it. Then nice. I waited out the rest of the time on the, the first one that hatched, and I imprinted it, and I didn't realize this was going to happen, but because of the change for the uh, imprint, it actually only gave me 43% when it should have given me 86 So I was a little bummed about that. Because I waited the whole three and a half hours that on Foe's Scorch server you would normally get 86%, only to get 43%. And of course, it fully matured before it came back around the other three and a half hours to give it another imprint and raise it up to 86 However, the, the second hatched Wyvern actually got both imprints, and uh, it came out at 86%. And what I had put was basically, I just halved the default value. Or it was like the default value is 1, I just put in 0.5 for, to speed up the, the imprinting interval. So, clearly it speeds up when it wants care, but it doesn't in, increase the amount of imprint bonus you're going to get on it. So you may as well just uh, leave it as it is from what I've experienced. It, it doesn't do you any especially if you try and add it in after you've already hatched a dino, uh, then you're just screwing yourself. So if, if, if you haven't hatched the egg or whatnot, or any eggs for that matter, and you put it in, it might do you a little bit of good. 
but really all it does is just increase the times you you know the amount of times you need to give it care so it's more of a pain in the ass than really anything although that being said with uh, our increased rates with the 20 times for most of all of our creatures we can never get an imprint bonus because they're grown up before that three and a half hour yeah so i would still suggest that we we increase that timer just so we can actually get an imprint it can be done you know it's you you'd, you'd get an imprint on it yes but it wouldn't be a very high percentage and the bonus might not even be worth the trouble um, no. I, well actually i mean i think the bonus is dependent on uh basically the number of times that it expects you to get it because one of the servers i ran on, i was running on before we only had a three times and it seemed pretty much every single thing was getting between 90 and 100 percent imprint bonus um it, it all depended like uh pteranodons i think we were getting like four imprints during the total course of its growing up and so each one would give us like 23 percent so it ended up right with 96%. You, that's because they had enough time to mature and you had enough time to get multiple imprints in on them before they uh, it, it's all dependent like i said the math is in there you can look it up on the wiki the percentage of stats that they use and the time and all that i mean i can't remember it right now i'm too fried but they as long as you've got enough time you can get a higher bonus but when you speed up the maturation it cuts back on the time they have available for imprinting so you're only going to get so much unless like like you said it, you know if it's at three times maturation you're much likely to much more likely to get a higher bonus and that's another thing um i was testing out too which not really testing i mean it kind of self-evident but um taking a tune from one server over to another which is why i did this on scorched to raise and imprint uh the wyverns there and then bring them back over to the center and see if they maintain their imprint bonus and they do that yes. was kind of a nice yeah, little I'd... thing but like i said that yeah, was kind of self-evident yeah because actually you know something that you could you know they could even do you know with with the admin commands is you can set the specific imprint bonus to just the command line um you can set you know you can set it to whatever value you want uh including above 100 percent, which does increase the values because basically it takes whatever your imprint value is you know times your imprint quality and stuff like that right so, you just get higher, higher stat bonuses yeah and so i mean then so, yeah, but you got to be careful even, with that because well, it's like when we did that server, that pirate server, if you raise a dino on one server that has that INI that gives it the additional bonuses to imprint stats, when you bring it over to another server that doesn't have that INI in its game file, when that server resets, as they all do periodically, you will lose all of those bonuses. It'll revert to fall in line with everything else that's on that server. Yeah, if you... Because there's there's two different values that we've noticed. One is like the imprint bonus. Like by default, that's one. So, you know, at a hundred percent, it'll give a twenty percent increase to all stats. If you set that to two, then at a hundred percent imprint, it'll give a forty percent increase to all to all stats. And that's right, but but that's if you the don't, thing if, where it'll change across the servers. Right, but I'm saying all of the servers that you try and take that animal to would have to have that same line in their INI file. Otherwise, if you leave it on a server that doesn't have it and that server resets, those stats are going to revert back to default values. You're not going to have that, you know, 20 times the bonus or whatever it was that was put in that INI file on the server in which it was hatched. Yeah, true. All right. So where does that leave us? Are we done 
um, talking about mating and hatching and percentages and yeah, that's and that's, that's, that's the technical arc jargon and it's done. Oh for right, now. I was gonna say as tired as you are, man, kudos. Good that, lord, that was, I was, was like, good. dude, he pulled it out there perfectly. Thank you. <laughs> he was like, and then, and then, and then, and I was like, wow. <laughs> Oh, and there's one other thing I just discovered because I just brought a rock elemental that I tamed. I found a level 112 and tamed it and brought it over the center. When you disguise it in rock form, it disguises as a granite rock instead of a yellow sandstone rock. Oh, cool. cool. Oh, uh, did you check to see whether you had the Scorched Earth Engrams? Oh, yeah. um, I didn't look if the Engrams popped up. I just crafted a saddle on on the Scorched and brought it over. I can look right now since I'm in game. Oh, right, Wait. looming in. Yeah, it's on here. You are bringing up the the next tip. <laughs> Yours is a tail or a darn icky moment? Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I finally managed, you know, I brought my pteranodon over from the island. I, I ran back and tamed one and brought it back because I'm up north. I don't really need one. I have my Argy. So, anyways, I brought this train on over and I'm flying down to this thing. And I, I flew down into the World Scar a few other times just to see what was down there and run away, see if I make sure I could get away from the wyverns because they're pretty quick. Um, I found that if you press C about three times, you do the barrel roll three times in a row. They, it's you know you're usually good. Um, well, anyways, I managed to grab a wyvern egg, my first one ever. I was, I was pretty proud, you know, level 28 poison egg. I was like, wow, this is great. Well, I went back to the base. I did a few little minor preparations um, just to see what I was going to need, you know, to get the egg to to incubate. You know, it has to be pretty hot. So I um, get all this stuff ready, and I go to drop the egg, and I hear crunch, crunch, crunch. And I'm like, oh no! I check. I had ate it. I clicked use instead of drop. <laughs> oh, no! Oh no! It was horrible. City did the same thing. Wait, 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 wait. Sydney oh. went into his major first ever visit into the scar and was so proud that he got an egg and then the dude ate it and he was <laughs> in global and Kaluna and I were like, No My first quetz egg I ate. Yeah, oh my god. Oh well what makes it worse? Level two hundred and something. <laughs> oh <laughs> it was terrible. Yikes. No, this is only level twenty eight, but Man, I wasn't even hungry. Like, it didn't even help me with food because I, I just ate. I'm like, I just ate a 50-pound egg that in, like, sucks. three bites. <laughs> that sucks, man. That sucks. Oh, but it gets better. Smash was on. He's like, oh, is that that poison one? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, you should be. You should take damage, I think, because you ate a poison egg. I'm like, Oh, no. <laughs> thanks. You know, I don't feel bad enough. Now you think I should be poisoned. <laughs> um, anyways, four days later, this was yesterday, uh, well, actually, two days ago now, Lee gave me three eggs. Um, the highest he gave me was a level 28 fire. And, uh, you know, I have the poison drake that Lee, or, uh, Foe gave me. You know, and it's fun, but I wanted, I wanted to try the other ones. So, anyways, I built this huge ring of torches. I asked how many I needed, and while they were trying to... I, I don't know, it took a, there was like a little lag there or something before they told me. I had like 30 of these things. And they go, oh, you need about 18. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but anyways, um, I, you know, I get all these torches. I... I get all these stacks of wood and I split them into groups of 25 and I'm loading all these torches and I'm lighting them all and I've got this giant fireball because 30 torches on scorched earth for goodness sake <laughs> but uh I get this level 28 fire egg and I polish it real quick and much crunch crunch I'm like no I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, I did it no! I did it again twice did it again <laughs> oh, shit. yep oh my oh, god well, poor aluminum 
I say that sound, it haunts my nightmares. <laughs> well, oh you could have dropped the egg, dude, not eat the egg. Yeah, well. Unreal. <laughs> so, is it that you're pressing, that you're clicking the button, or? Yeah, well, everybody's like, well, I always press O, hover over and press O. I'm like, yeah, well, I only do that when I'm doing massive quantities of stuff. If it's like a single item, I just hit use or drop. Well, I almost never drop anything. If I do, I'm pressing O and get rid of a ton of it at once. Not, <laughs> not one item. So, yeah, well, ate per it twice. Perhaps as a happy end of the story, you should tell what happened when you finally did hatch an egg. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was so happy, but yeah. Anyways, he gave me a lightning egg, level 16. And I said, okay. And I ca carried this thing upstairs very carefully huh. up to the roof where I had the torches. I opened my inventory. And I press zero or O. I'm like, I'm not even risking the third one in, you know, such a close period of time. So I set this egg down and it's incubating. And uh, apparently you can't get them too hot. 30 torches is even too hot for, a, you know, a fire drake egg or a lightning. So I, I tore a bunch of these torches down and, you know, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And, um, you know, it finally gets super close to hatch. And this is my first time ever hatching an egg. You know, I've helped other people with babies, but I have never done this by myself at anywhere ever. So I'm like all excited and, you know, Fel was helping me. He gave me five milk, so I was ready for the baby. And I got the salt ready and I'm, I'm sitting there waiting. And then it hatches and oh my goodness, it's triplets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> so, so I saw so like... <laughs> I'm not ready to be a father. It's called foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, for the other two eggs, you know, I don't know. Anyways... <laughs> I shove, I shove all the, you know, the salt and the milk on one of them, and I'm running in circles going, Hey, Fel, do you still have that milk left? Because he killed a fire, or a, a alpha. He's like, yeah, why? I'm like, that's triplets. <laughs> He's like, oh, shoot. And then he came flying back, you know, and uh, he gave me a bunch more milk. And, you know, I don't know why, but they actually only used two apiece. I thought it was going to be five, because that's what everybody was saying was five. And they only used two. Um, <clears throat> but I got them all, they're all fully grown now, all the... Uh, you know, made it to adulthood and unstarved, or, you know, well, I did almost have one fall off the roof, because I was walking backwards trying to get to follow me, because they were, like, in a blob all together, and I fell off the roof, and I almost died, and I'm like, oh, and I look up, and I see this baby's head sticking over the roof, I'm like, no, 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 you, 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 <laughs> so I stopped it from jumping off of, you know, following, you know, that's the old, uh, if somebody walked off of a bridge or off a cliff, would you, yeah, the baby would. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's your baby, it'll follow you anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it'll quickly learn that's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Hmm. I had my first one fall off of my base over there and scorched and lift. It didn't even hurt it. Oh, they don't. If they're on follow or... That's like the trick is if you fall off a cliff on a non-flying mount right before you hit bottom, if you jump off, you take damage from that height, not from the full height, and then your dino just takes no damage. Where the darn Eki is a good thing. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> All right. Yeah, plan ahead, though. Plan ahead. Triplets. Mm. Hacker dude, what's your. All right, well, it's a tail with a tip. Uh, so um, we're all moving our dinos off of the island, and uh, and I was moving them to the center. Uh, where I lived in the island uh, was um, the, the northwest corner, which is like probably the worst area to try to move dinos from one. And you have to go to the blue obelisk, which means it's way up the hill. So uh, so it was very painful. But I discovered a few, a couple things about um, 
Uh, a couple little tips about moving large amounts of dinos at a time without getting too many of them killed. Because uh, at the beginning, I I did terrible. But as I as I kept pushing all of them, uh, um, I probably shouldn't have tried in one shot, frankly. But, but uh, uh, what I did is uh, I moved the flyers separately uh, in in those kind of uh, a few at a time, and that's easy. Um, and uh, but um, but. Um, but the land dinos, um, I brought them all together and, and what I discovered is uh, first to have your rock breakers um, be ahead of the pack to clear. Um, uh, they're, they're pretty sturdy when they get attacked and uh, they're pretty sturdy when they, when they get attacked and, and, they can, and, and they can break the rocks because if you're carrying uh, um, T-Rexes or, or, or Brontos, they're going to get stuck in rocks and, and so if you can clear a clear path. Ahead, of, uh, ahead, you you you're gonna do a little bit better. Uh, you also should uh, have your strongest fighters kind of split in two and try to keep some at the front and some at the back. Uh, that's kind of hard to do because they kind of all do what they want, right? But uh, but but you know, after each battle, kind of enforce to send some of your stronger ones to the front and some of the the, 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 the some some of them at the back uh, at the back. Um, and then I I, I kept. The, the large dinos to either side and the small herbivores in the center of the crowd and that way when they start attacking they start attacking the large dinos first I had two brontos and one bronto on either on each side you know they start kicking everybody off and they push away right uh, all the the enemies so so uh, so they tend to uh, um, they tend to uh, um, kind of keep 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 the bad dinos away from for long enough for, for everybody else to react. Uh, it's very difficult to enforce, so you kind of have to keep, uh, it takes a long time to, to, to move them uh, up to the mountain, but but uh, but, uh, but uh, it, it made me wish uh, we had dino groups, like on some of those uh, real-time strategy games, where you can kind of control select a group and, and mark them as number one, and then instruct num the, the group number one to do something. Uh, it kind of made me miss that. Uh, if I, I really wish I could have like set maybe all my herbivores to passive protected in there or something or or, or uh, so so yeah when returning the dinos uh don't don't uh oh, oh the, the other tip is is uh, that that now i'm in the center and now i'm 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 bringing all the dinos down i'm not done with all of them i'm, I'm kind of uh, picking my battles on it um i and don't don't download too many at a time because you're gonna get stuck in between them. So I, I, I brought like four or five, and I ended up kind of floating in in midair with with a bunch of dinos. Uh, and uh, and if if that happens to you, because you know things happen, uh, 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 disconnecting doesn't work. Uh, so I disconnected and reconnected, and it didn't work. But but uh, but but then I, I it occurred to me to set set a couple of the largest ones that I that I that I was stuck in between to wander. And then they, they they move they start moving off and then you can just move again so uh, you can you can move again so right on so all is well now how was oh, your center all is move well. all is uh, well have you yeah, got home well I I'm I'm closer to the obelisk that I would normally want because I I'm, I'm not done moving everybody okay. uh, right so I have uh, I don't know if if it's temporary or permanent, uh, the, the, it's the islands with all the uh, lands and looking uh, um, land bridges that goes oh, okay. just to the beach, right? Uh, 
that's that's it's a pretty island uh it's close to the uh to to the lava island and that kind of that's kind of useful oh, okay. right uh but but on because i'm on the beach i'm not near a lot of resources so i have to right. fly up uh, but i can just fly straight up to to get metal because i'm under metal uh, uh metal reservoir so so i can build like up the stone uh pretty easily uh i i'll probably like uh, go through and, and scout a better base location at some point but uh, uh, I also got um, from Lee uh, the, the, today uh, a gift of two Brontos and I already had two so now I have a uh, Bronto army and I we were joking I dedicated one uh, one Bronto to uh, to to only uh, get narco berries and he has a bunch of uh, <laughs> a, a bunch of mortar and pestles on it and I just load them up with meat and then I take them to like make drugs so we're calling it Breaking Bad okay <laughs> is he always yeah. tired? gonna <laughs> rename his <laughs> tune Heisenberg yeah he, he wants to rename my character Heisenberg because they're, they're both hacker they, 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 he needs to be renamed <laughs> right on good to know good name good name <laughs> yeah alright Cricket what's your tip? All right, so I always thought that it was a punching wood, but uh, hearing some of the stories from earlier it, uh, kind of hits home, and I, I think it might be more of an alpha tip. Um, I call it find things and be found. Uh, one of the big things that it seems like nobody ever uses is transponders. I love them. Uh, especially, you know, I usually have fleets of, of creatures, and like on the island I had lots of flyers and lots of water dinos, and had a lot of friends who hated going in the water because they would always die and they'd lose stuff. I don't know how many times I would lose creatures in the wild, either through, you know, darn E-keys or disconnecting or, you know, whatever it is, but the transponders are so great. Um, if you haven't used them before, basically you have a tracker and you have a node. The node is the ammo for the tracker. You, you, know, you, you grab a tracker, you know, in your hand, you equip it, and you have the, the nodes in your inventory, and when you right-click, it will is when it actually shows you where your your uh, your nodes are. Um, but in order to set the nodes um, on the uh, on the PC, luckily I don't think that Xbox has this ability yet. You can change the frequency. Um, by default, the frequency is 70. But if you if you uh, hit N, then you can change the frequency to whatever for the trackers that you're using for that session. So that way, you know, you don't have you know you only hit the button and you see 20 dinos. So you can kind of put them into groups. Like a lot of times I'll do like one for my flyers and like six, you know, because I always think of like deep six for my water mounts and like my wyverns I have a 666 because they're my devil birds and all that stuff. Um, so that way when you want to find something, you can just sit there and change the frequency you want, hit the right click, and it it shows the name of the dino basically in the direction that, you're, uh, that it's in. So you might have to spin around and it tells the distance. Um, so it's really handy for finding it. You know, you, yeah, you can't. Unfortunately, you can't use it while you're flying. So you have to land and you know take new new measurements every now and then as you're trying as you're trying to find it. But it's useful if you, you know, if you die when you're you know somewhere, or if you you know like I said, it just wanders off because it was on a, a neutral and it attacked things and moved on and attacked things. Or especially for Quetzals, if you don't quite land them right, then they have the tendency to fly off before they land. Um, and then you, who knows where they are at that point. Um, another neat thing, which is kind of useful, but kind of not, is you can place one on yourself uh, just by having it equipped and, play, and uh, hitting the P key, and it'll stick it on your own back. 
Um, it works if you die, unless your corpse gets eat, eaten. Um, but yeah, it actually it was funny because I, I couldn't remember what key it was, so I was playing around. And I figured out what key it was, and then Lexi was the one, and she's like, "You know, you have a transpon on your back." I'm like, yeah, I know. I was I was testing it. Like, well, you're never gonna use that. And maybe 15 minutes later, I got killed by a uh, a rock golem. And I knew about where I was, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to use it just to show her up. So I, I use it, and I find where my corpse is, but it was under the ground. And fortunately for us, we have the uh, the Corpse Finder mod on, so I was able to pull my corpse out of the ground and get my stuff. But if you don't have that mod running, then, you know, Transponder for a little bit of polymer and, you know, a couple other, you know, like some electronics or something, it can save a bunch of stuff. Um, I always use organic polymer. And basically, when I go and get a bunch of organic polymer to make whatever else, and I have 10 extra, I just make some more nodes. Um, the other uh, part of it is the be found is uh, spy glasses. Um, basically, if you do a damn E key and you live, um, you can, or you know, you either live by not being so far down or by logging out and then logging back in. You can use a spy glass to whistle your flyer just by looking at them. Um, it does have a distance, but it's much further than your normal whistle is. So usually you can get them back. Um, I also always bring my GPS with me. So if I need a rescue, I can give coordinates. And then flares. I love them. Uh, just shoot them up in the air, let people know where you're at. Mess with people by shooting them right in front of them and scaring the living daylights out of them. But they're, they're more fun than they, than they should be for the cheap price that they cost. Awesome. I've never went in that depth to using them because I always are like, oh, they're a pain in the butt. And actually, it took me forever to even figure out how to apply them. I didn't know I had to have like another device to apply them. I'm like, how does this stupid thing even work? <laughs> so it's cool. I never even thought about applying it to myself. Has anybody else applied it to themselves? I have not, no. I never have. Nope, so, that's genius. genius. You can also apply it to other people. Yeah, um, I, oh, think they ha, ha. I think they change it slightly, but I know early on, um, basically when you that shot at somebody, at somebody, it would stick. You know, it would stick on them at different places. So you, if you did it right, you could shoot it right in somebody's face. I and wonder they if it would work see. on like a PvP yep. server. You could plant a bug <laughs> and fine. follow them back to their Stalk base. <laughs> yeah, and you can also, for a short period of time, have one uh, on a wild dino. Like if you're out in the wild and like. This usually doesn't happen that often, but sometimes if I'm out in the wild and I found a uh, something that you know that I want to tame, but you know, I don't have my taming gear with me, you can apply it to it, and that way you can find it after you go back and get your taming gear. But they will oh, despawn off of the wild ones right? after a short period of time. But you know, it's useful if it works. Our that's problem awesome. that we had with them uh, on the island server was that we had so many, like when Phil, with uh, Phantom, when he played with us, he had like a hundred dinos with these things on him. So he'd pull it out and it was just, a, I mean, you couldn't see anything. It was just green everywhere, pointing you in every direction. Yeah, that's... So the, if you're in a tribe... Yeah, well, that's yeah. the key to the frequencies. Um, like I said, unfortunately, in, in uh, Xbox, where I was playing for a while as well, you they didn't have it out. Like I said, I don't know if they've changed it, but... Unfortunately, they only had one frequency for everything, so yeah, you would get overwhelmed by by names and try to sort out the name that you want. As well as, the, you know, it gives you the reason to actually name your dino something instead of, you know, uh, Pteranodon and Pteranodon and Pteranodon. Huh. Yeah, I don't... I, I must have missed when they added that. Okay, I never saw it in patch notes anywhere, but that's a great feature. It's been out, I think, ever since I've played. 
So it's been out for quite a while. <laughs> it's probably just been very overlooked. It could be. We should probably Google that. When did the tracking da -da -da, come into da da da? But yeah, definitely for water dinos, it's it's even more useful because finding your corpse in the water is such a pain in the ass. I wish they would have some better way to find your corpse when you die in the water. Yeah, I could definitely see for the even. Does it work really well? I mean, for land, obviously it'd be a little bit heavy, but we birds seem to get lost a lot more than anything. Yeah, like I said, the flyers I usually try to put on every flyer just yeah. because yeah. you know it. Those are easy to, to lose, you know, just by accidentally falling off it or, you know, something else going on. Oh, yep. It was actually added in July 2015. I knew it had been out ever since I played WoW, or not WoW, ever since I played Ark. It's always been in my crafting. It's always been able to be crafted. So I knew it had been here my entire experience in Ark. <laughs> so it's just never given oh. me love. I mean, not the transponder. I'm talking about the feature that you have frequencies. I, I don't think it had that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought you meant like the entire thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if the frequencies was there originally, but I mean, it's there now. It's great. I don't know when they add frequencies. That's, hmm, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I just, I mean, it adds in there that it might be helpful to have multiple frequencies in use so you're not spammed with every single creature you have trackers for when you use the tracker to find something, but I don't know when the actual frequency was added or if it was there the entire time. I'm not sure. Interesting. All right. Um, I think that's me. I think I'm bringing up the, the caboose. I thought I had my tip in here already, but it's disappeared like twice. So I'm not sure why that is, but, um, basically mine was just a punching trees tip. I need that wood. I guess I'm punching some trees. And it was something that Luminin and I were reminded of later or earlier this week when we were playing on Scorched Earth. And he was antagonizing doeds and terror birds with his boomerang. And we were aggroing things a little bit more than we thought. And we were attacking them. And then it and he's like, wow, your mouse is really loud. And I'm like, yeah, you know, because I'm sitting there clicking. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to. I could just hold down my left mouse button. And we always forget, or even when you're gathering berries, that you don't have to keep spamming whatever your gather berry is like my default is obviously the e button so i don't have to keep pressing e e e you can just hold it down and you will just keep gathering until the entire bush has dissipated well the same thing goes with attacking my default is my left mouse button so i don't have to keep clicking every time i want to attack i could just hold it down and just keep hacking at something so we forgot about that and it was something that we're like oh that would make a really good punching trees tip for people that one you know we already overuse a lot of our um e buttons and our mouse clicks and and such so this is one way that you can pretty much cut down on that and that's my punching trees <laughs> gonna move on to last call it's closing time pack up all those dinos and head out into the real world it's closing time you don't have to go home but you can I don't want to have to go right now. I don't want you to have to 
still all right now But it's closing time And rated on is ready to pull the plug Do you have anything or any info that you forgot to share? Some shoutouts, future events, contests, share them now or wait a week um, I'm first up here too. Um, October 1st, we will be embarking on our CRR seasonal server. I call it CRP adventure. That's comedy role play because we're all new at role play. So it's been interesting and fun and creative to kind of take the stickler thing out. Like, oh, you're doing it wrong. Or, oh, that story doesn't match up with this. And, Meh. You know, like none of us really do well with thinking inside of the box. So it's been really cool to see like what we've come up with right now with our RP for our um, new future server. Um, if you are interested in being part of our story of being chased off the island by bush people the, and uh, starting on a new campaign and a new adventure on October 1st, um, we are going to actually be fighting the bush people on our island. They are overrunning us. They are kicking us off. We've been attacked by them before and they've entirely decimated the place. And now we're not going to let them go without giving us a fight or giving them a fight. So we're going to fight them. And then we're going to be embarking on seasonal explorations where we will be landing on new land masses for two months at a time. And we will be developing our characters and our stories and our backstories and we'll all tie in together and we'll be able to have opportunities to um, see different maps and different mods and experience different building techniques and making new um, friends and maybe making new enemies and all that good stuff. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So we're doing that and I welcome you to join us there. And you can join any of our servers by finding our information at ratedark.podbean.com. And we also have private, we have our private center that is ran by Mr. Sleeping Lee. And we also have our public Scorch server. It's public for now. Um, that is owned by Foe. And if we keep getting Jack Holes on there, giving him headaches, he might make it private you never know and also thank you to everyone who continues to download the show participate by email tweet us facebook us review us all that jazz we have um, been holding over a thousand downloads a day that is super humbling and it's amazing it's, it's been a lot of fun and it's really cool and thank you and yawner badger you're next yes so all xbox gamers we're looking to get a new official server tribe going soon um I am still right in the middle of my busy season at work, but give me another two weeks, I'll be done with that, and I'm going to put a lot of effort into getting this going. I really want to have a good Xbox group going on uh, a server. So if you're interested, you want to play with the Xbox CRR community, the time is coming soon. Be aware, pay attention, Esme and I, we're going to see if we can really get a good group going. So your ears and eyes open that's right because that's a part of our little community that we need to you know work at building up and it's kind of hard for us pc people to really you know group you together so iron has stepped up and been like hey i think i'm gonna help out with this so that's awesome and luminin knock knock Knocking yeah. on the store. I've got, got we've uh, got a few things. Um, first and foremost, that last call segue that you did, the clip, it cracks me up every time. What one? I, the one with you singing last call. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been <the> lady. <laughs> yeah. 
I listened to, I played that three times in a row in episode 22 while I was at work. Oh my god. Oh, it was great. Uh, now, I did just read um, an article that said that starting the 24th through the 25th, that's this, you know, um, this Saturday and Sunday. No, yes, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, all official servers will have double XP, double taming, and double harvesting for these two days. What? Hmm, interesting. And, uh, oh, yep, there's that little thing that everybody's been waiting for. The uh, episode 25 giveaway. Uh, I took all of our entries and put them into a uh, random list organizer. And the first three that it randomized are our winners. So, I'm proud to announce Full Metal Agent is our first winner. What? Congratulations. Second, the second winner is Hatchetman Zero. Hatchetman! And, and our third winner is Link Dismascus. What? Way to go, guys. Congratulations. Is that all from, like, random.org? Yeah, actually. <laughs> wow, cool. Awesome, awesome. Um, so those three, you guys have just won a regular game key and a skirt game key. Congratulations, wow. guys. Congratulations. Super sweet. Super, super sweet. Beep, beep, beep. This is a message from the really kind of gross would-you-rather broadcast system. Please... Do not listen to this would you rather while you are eating anything ever or maybe even standing or drinking something or probably not at work either. So, yeah, you've been warned. I have a would you rather. Does anybody have one brewing? I got one. All right. We will end on yours because yours are funny. Mine, probably not so funny. Would you rather only be able to whisper or be able to shout? All the time, 24-7. You either only have the ability to whisper everything you say, or oh. you have to yell everything you say. What would you choose? They're both awful. I know. They're both Which just one? so awful. Actually, uh, I don't think so. I think whisper. And uh, again, because I'm tired, I'm having a total blank on who said this, but speak softly and carry a big stick. Zero's felt. What? The two tired guys are... Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> that was Roosevelt. Kept thinking yeah. that it was uh, Churchill, but I knew that wasn't right. I think that whispering wouldn't be that bad of a thing. I would go shouting. Well, here's the thing. Are you whispering, like, really? I think whispering is in its own category. So, like, whatever tone you put to your whisper. Or are you whispering, like, my seven-year-old, which is like... <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it's not even a whisper it's just like really it's loud whisper, but it's you sound like a ghost i think in today's in today's world we're using microphones and text chat whispering isn't such a bad thing i iterate again i would shout <laughs> i'd rather shout <laughs> Oh my god, whispering could be so creepy, you know? I know, that's what I'm that's saying. so creepy. <laughs> Picture you know, you're standing there. Somebody's you, no matter where you are. What's Picture the you're like, standing there, cleaning oh something, god. and someone like, walks up behind you, it's like, Hey, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. 
Well, but then the worst part yeah, is you'll be, be getting up be close just to as awkward them, if somebody walked up right behind you and said, yeah. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> exactly. That would be hilarious to live in a world where people either whisper or yell. I would laugh my ass off. That would be so funny. Plus, at least if the whisperer, like if somebody yelled at you, well, I guess they, if they have stinky breath, then the the yellow the yeller could be just like boisterously like put, but I think they could your personal bubble. I'm big on personal bubbles, like my personal space. And I think that if I was a whisperer, I'd have to get all up in somebody's business. Like I'd have to get really close to them for them to hear me. So like, what if you ate Chinese food and so you got stinky Chinese food breath and you got to get all up in their business and to, for them to hear you? That'd be horrible. Well, regardless, gum. if our if our world goes to this, I'm going to either invest in a throat lozenge company or a uh, hearing aid company. Something. Oh, I think it'd be horrible. Like if you were trapped and you couldn't yell, and be like, "What?" You know. You can make other noises. Or forever hold your peace. Like what's that? There'd be a lot of sad people out there not being able to express their thoughts. I don't know. I'd gonna have to yell as well. Yeah, I'd go with shout just because if you need you to be quiet, you could like shout, shout, like washcloth, washcloth over your mouth or something to like muffle you. <laughs> so you're modding your your shout already. You're yep. taking over. Smash couldn't make it tonight, so you're taking over for him by modding our would you rather. <laughs> Last week it was alcohol. This week it is muffles. Well, if you're a whisperer, then or you muzzles. could duct tape like a bullhorn to your mouth. So it's just like. <laughs> Oh my god. What are some funny things that you would whisper to somebody, though? Like, that would... I don't know. Would you like gravy with that? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, the whole you thing... like, would you like gravy with that? Would you just like... <laughs> Offer oh, the whole gravy thing just... to random people by whispering to them. It just reminds me of that scene from uh, the first Austin Powers movie after he gets unfrozen. And I'm having trouble controlling the volume of my voice! <laughs> We'll start from the top. I'm gonna go shouting because I think whispering would be creepy. Um, Fo, what's your choice? Fo, what's your choice? I might have to go with the whispering. I whispering forgot about that. Makes you think. Make makes makes everything you say seem very serious. It does, right? doesn't it? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> See, my whispers would be so obnoxious. Like you would have they to were... really, really get very close to me. Like, <laughs> like they're like what? What? I'm like nature. Look at it. Pass the butter. <laughs> and like what? What? Seder? What? Hey. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody would always be waiting to hear what they want to hear, but you're always saying something off, Mark. Like <laughs> I just farted a big stinky wet fart. Can you smell it? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners are turning their volume way up. <laughs> Hello, people. Okay, Lee, what was your choice? I'd whisper. Okay, Luminant. 
I shout, like I, I said. I might switch to whispering because I've already laughed a lot. <laughs> it's fun, <laughs> I have to admit, but. trolling people whispering all the damn time. Oh my god. I don't know though, because I'm so expressive, I think I might implode if I can't like get my thoughts out and have people hear me. So I, I think it's going to stick with yelling at people. Because you could yell some funny stuff, you know, too. But whispering is yeah. kind of funny too. But So you're going to yell at people? Cricket, what are you doing? I'm going to be whispering. Okay. How about you, Goon? Oh, be shouting. Tell, why? Tell us why. I can't hear uh, you. You must be whispering. No, um... I like to be heard. I don't like people leaning in close to me. Putting you said you don't? You don't like them leaning in? No, I hate when people lean in. Me too, man. I'm like, get out of my face. Get out of here. I just rather... You have to stand back, I'll scream. <laughs> yeah, I've had to make a fist quite a many times because people get all, a little too close for comfort. <laughs> Hacker dude, what's you? I think I'll yell. How about you, Iron? I'll be whispering. Oh my god. <laughs> well, what if someone who whispers walks up to a person who shouts? I know! And he's like, hey, hey. Oh, <laughs> the, per the shouter just has to turn around and face the other direction. Pizza. Say yes, I want cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no onions this time. You can yep. make it look like they're saying anything you want because <laughs> they can't counter you. That's true. No, In a public place with a whisper. <laughs> Dewey, did you just grab my ass? <laughs> what would you rather? <laughs> would you rather? Okay, be extremely good looking oh with God. super strength, but every time you farted, there was an oily discharge. Oh. <laughs> or be extremely ugly, but super intelligent. With no discharge? No discharge. You're just okay. very ugly. I'll, I'm so taking the smart uggo anytime, any day. <laughs> I hate the word discharge. It grosses me out. <laughs> It's like some people have a word aversion to moist or cream. Mine's that word. <laughs> Pack on oily in front of it and it's done. <laughs> I will be the smart uggo with no oily na nastiness. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's too silly. So you go reminds me of that. Hideously ugly but very smart. With, uh... Oh, you added another adjective. I see a pattern here. <laughs> no, you're not just ugly, you're hideously ugly. <laughs> well, the one that I put up was, what was it? Would you rather be, like, a super genius, a hideously ugly super genius who, when did like, you with a giant up? libido but could never get laid? Oh. Or would you rather be, like, super incredibly attractive and something else but had no sex drive whatsoever? Yeah, so... So, you're either really hot and really strong, but you farted an oily discharge. Oh, don't say that word. <laughs> discharge. Oh, uh, guys, okay, I'm going to bed. To Good night, everybody. Good night, Dobby. Good night, Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> Suffer from anal leakage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's from Trey Chat. You're dropping like flies. Um, so, all right, Phil, what was your, what was your choice? What would you choose? Oh, man, 
slip and slide or i know it's like you could be really ugly but super intelligent yeah and beauty is in the eye of the beholder so you might actually be attractive to somebody yeah maybe i could go with somebody attracted to very smart people like being super smart and they find that attractive yeah or you could just find a blind chick or with burned hands find no or you find a blind guy. chick yeah but if, but if that chick is super hot then she's gonna be having oily discharges Oh man. <laughs> if she, oh. If that's the world we live in. We're meta, would you rathering? Is that what we're <laughs> Well, here's the thing. But dun, dun, you can be dun, extremely dun. good looking and just have to, like, rock a man pond. Like, like a man pond, dude. Just come up with something to uh, catch the oily discharge. Well, you know who's gonna, yeah. gonna come up with that? The smart person. Mm -hmm. He's yes. gonna head. That's right. I'm gonna have to go to Smart Guy. But I'm super strong because, like, being super strong is like where I'm, I'm. I'm like on the edge. It's like I would like to have super strength and be, you know, like the good-looking and super strength combination could almost make me overlook oily anal leakage. You know. <laughs> now is this like superhuman Unless... strength or just just like you know strong for a human? I was thinking superhuman strength. And I'm wondering how much discharge mm. are we talking buckets or droplets? Because every time yeah, you fart, there's Good night, y'all. A decent. <laughs> <Good night. laughs> this time I'm going to bed. Sweet dreams, Daddy. Uh, later, Mister Dobby. Good night, Dobby. <laughs> I keep thinking later, you're Dobby. Yeah, I, I've been having the same thing, the same thought. Harry Potter must Good not night. go to Hogwarts. Oh well, my okay. gosh. It's definitely enough to soil your underwear and pants. Oh, so it's noticeable. Oh, and pants. What color is that? <laughs> Depends. Depends on what you eat. You know, well, you know they do make the pens, right? So I think we that's just the you're gonna have to, to rock problem. the pens. But see, I don't want to have the pens. Like I don't want to go to full the pens route. I'd rather have like a man pond. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe come up with a thong that has like a an, an, an absorbent. Man, like an yeah, absorbent that, that, band. That, that disturbs me even more now. Like an absorbent band that just goes in there and catches it. No, 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 butt no, plug, please. I was thinking like a, like a man thong <laughs> that the string is more like a roll of paper no, towels. <laughs> All I pictured was that weird contraption when you go to the dentist and like pry your mouth open. Like you'd have to have one of those for your butt cheeks just to apply your man thing <laughs> your man what was that your man well, maybe you can have a specially made the pens because well just know what you just have to wear like a maxi pad on your underwear the back mm. well they make them for thongs you'd have to get the ones with wings thong 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 man pong 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 man packs me how about you hacker what's your choice boy uh <laughs> If you're already one of those, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, what let's the see. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I just wanted to shock uh, Lee, but he's gone now. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'll. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I like. I, I. I like the idea of being smart better. As a guy, it's. It's. Uh, you can. You can get away with a lot if you're really smart. Um, but. Uh, but yeah. And and uh, you know, oily discharge. How oily though? Right. It does can... not mix with water. Buttery, I think, is the description. <laughs> buttery. 
I'll Can go with, I'll go okay. with smart. I'll go with smart. <laughs> it's like a lava lamp. Like, like <laughs> the lava in a lava lamp. That's Ew, what it's like. this you is know. a real thing. I just googled oily anal leak. Oh my and... goodness! No, stop. Why? <laughs> well, I could have told you that if you wanted to know. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up episode twenty-five. <laughs> That is it was disgusting. me that googled it out of all the people. Okay, yeah, the link I, is there going to be a link to that in the show notes? The very the link at the very bottom of this is not that I promise. No, it's some <laughs> other it's some. It says this was from March seventeenth, twenty eighteen, or twenty oh eight. It was like um, a med help person. I am quite healthy. Two more out. Oh, two mornings ago, it's I very woke attractive. up. <laughs> I know, right? I am quite healthy. Two mornings ago. <laughs> No, you guys say as if they were a whisperer. Okay. I am quite healthy. <laughs> Sounds like the start of the Penthouse Forum article. I am quite healthy. Two mornings ago, I woke up to an awful smell. I can't do it. Neither should you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hard to read, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am quite healthy, and two mornings ago I woke up to an awful smell. I continue. <laughs> I can't do it if you laugh. I was doing so good. I've never experienced. Oh my god, I'm not reading. <laughs> I told you you should. <laughs> I can't go anymore. What I was about to read was not right. Alright, I'm rewinding. So. You can't, un you can't yeah, rewind that. It's <laughs> too late. <laughs> Um, I am Badger. What was your choice? Um, well, having family in the medical field, I know enough to definitely go with the face and the the the, uh, the smart thoughts. Let's just go that route. All right. Mm. Let's just go that route. Route it up. I mean, I will have to add, like, you're still healthy. It's not like you have this because you're not healthy. Well, so is the poster to that <laughs> thing. <laughs> Oh my lord. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I would have to go with being smart too. Because yeah, there's I mean, always somebody out there that will, you you know, that you might be their cup of tea. And then you have brains and the big picture. But I don't know that I could justify just like oily, leaking nastiness like all over the place. Because I just don't, ugh, no, no. That's like buying a Ferrari that smelled like a pig farm and it looked really it's awesome. It's not all the over minute the you place. Hopped in, it's you when still you stink, fart. man. You still stink. It's kind of like when you eat kimchi, and people who eat kimchi and they cook it and they cook it and they eat it and they eat it like absorbs into their pores, and no matter what, they still smell like it, even if they didn't eat it. I think that's how like poopy, nasty, oily poop. Like it would get in your clothes. It would like it's the same thing all the time. Like it's not like it's random. You know what this is. You're a dung beetle. You have a nice, shiny, gold-colored carapace, and then yeah, you, <laughs> you produce oil and fertilizer. <laughs> That's right. You bring it back around, Luminin. You do that. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> and on that note... Episode 25. Have a nice day. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was awesome. Take care. <laughs> yeah, take care, pressure. Okay, can I mention something here? No. Sure. You can only mention it if you whisper it to us. Okay. <laughs> Back in 1998, uh -huh. 
Lay's potato chips came out with this oh my God. diet potato chips You're and right. on on the bag on it the says it, it really, on the bag it actually says it can cause anal leakage. Oh my god. I tell you I tell you to Google <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. You can reach the show by email at ratedarc at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at ratedarc on Twitter. Oh. You can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in game at ratedarc.podbean.com.